0: We all have a story, and all Star Wars fans have a Star Wars story. Join James as he talks with a special guest each episode to share their Star Wars story. Hey, it's the Outlander Club. I'm James Raziele. This is the show we you tell your Star Wars story. Today's guest, his name is just Podcast. He wishes. This is Jerry, the canon junkie, joining me today on on the podcast your podcast you just want to be called podcast from now on
1: i well you know what it's you know what's really funny james is i have a podcast action figure literally within man. arm's reach <laughs> this is this is <laughs> podcast from the new from ghostbusters afterlife is my spirit animal like i was watching him like i was the first time i watched that movie and we're we, man, we're in it from the get-go here with me um we but whenever i first watched afterlife mild spoilers towards the end um when the, the old guard shows up and, uh you know, Ray Stance, Dan Aykroyd's talking a podcast and he goes, oh, you're MCW or whatever, or, M- <laughs> or MOW? And he goes, you're my subscriber? I was the single person who laughed really loud. I went, ha! Me <laughs> like, too. In the- me too. I died. No else- yeah. <laughs> there was like several people and them like, no one left. But I was like, that- that's hysterical. And yeah, me and Scotty were talking, that was one of our favorite yeah. parts. Like we were both like, he. I think he was the same Uh, because like scotty's not like an og ghostbusters fan but he went to see it and he's like now he's kind of like the lore is pretty awesome and shit like anyway that yeah that it is what it is it is what it is so So Uh, thank you for having me on james thank you i was gonna thanks for thanks
0: for being on It means a lot so happy to be able to talk star wars and maybe ghostbusters but mostly ghostbusters but this point it's it's more in the front front of our minds we'll just go right in so when you first saw ghostbusters no we will get into ghostbusters a little bit (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> you were, you were. We talked a little bit before, and I won't give away mm-hmm. what year you were born. But you were born in a, in like the, in in a dark time for Star Wars in a lot of ways. Um, right. Growing up, it, it, you might have, although at the same time, you kind of were probably at the perfect age when the prequels came up. But we will get into that because that's you would know more than I would. I don't know. Um, but what right. would you say is your first recollection of Star Wars? Do you have one?
1: Uh, so i I do, and it's i've I've said this on some shows before. It's really funny because I remember being at my the my grandmother's house on my dad's at my my dad's mom's house. And I forget I don't I, I for some reason I imagine like all my cousins and everyone was there and Empire Strikes back was on TV and it was the I, it, honestly, there's there's two. There's actually two uh, instances that come to mind, but I think this is the first one that always pops in my head. I don't know which one came before uh, chronologically, no. um, but Empire Strikes Back was on. It was it was on Dagobah. They, they were on Dagobah, Luke and Yoda, and I remember being a little, like, scared of what was happening on screen because it was like, you know, it's dark and shadowy, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, what what, what is this? Um, why is that guy talking to a little green monster? Um... I again, I forget how old I was, but it was old enough to like go and like be like, I don't know if I like this. Like, there's he's on a planet with a bunch of like snakes and spiders and all that kind of stuff. And uh, anyway, I. But that was that was one, and then another one is I remember being at another aunt's house, uh, and my cousin was big into Star Wars. He's the one who kind of really, um, pushed like I think, hey, you need to watch this. I was big into um, Thundar... Uh, th- thunder the barbarian or what what is the hanna barbera yeah. one where he has the sun sword it's like after 1999 the world you know succumbs to global warming or whatever like they had it off just by just a few by a couple decades <laughs> uh, we're about to we're about to have like the glib globs and all that kind of stuff we're gonna be running around you know with sun swords and all that kind of, but i remember being into that and he goes dude this is like sun swords but better and I don't think because YouTube didn't exist. I don't know if he had the VHSs. I don't know if it was just on TV, but it was another Empire Strikes Back scene, and it was Luke and Vader fighting on the catwalk on Cloud City, and that intrigued me. I think a little more that that sticks out in my mind. I think that really kind of that was the moment. I think I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like I dig that. You know, it's like th- that that guy with the blonde hair is kind of like dirty blonde hair is kind of like a uh, Thundar the barbarian and stuff like, you know, like stuff like that. Um, But yeah, no, that was my, that was kind of my, you know, just those are a couple of moments that really just stick in there and go like, okay, what is, made my little brain go, what is this? I'm intrigued, a little frightened apparently because I was a little wuss, but you know, um, yeah, yeah, that was that. Yeah. That, that was it. it. Did it take off from there or was that just kind of,
0: is that just something that you, it might've meant something to you, but you didn't comprehend why at the time. And then you kind of push it to the back of your mind. And then when later when star Wars became, you know, number one in pop culture again, you're like, Oh yeah, that's the thing. Or did, or did that spark like a star Wars obsession?
1: So it's, it started a little bit like it. It stuck in my brain for a little bit, and then it got pushed aside. Because like we, we we were talking again. Like I was a big Ghostbusters kid. I was you know I was born late eighties and stuff. You know I was right at the tail end and all that. But um, I think what took off for me was, uh, I believe it was the year before the pre the not the prequels the year before uh, the special editions that the. Um, the final release of the uh unspecialized like like you know like the the final release of yeah. the original theatrical cuts and and theatrical cuts i put in quotations cuz those movies have been special editions ever since 1978 and stuff but uh even 77 <laughs> i actually have both of i have my i have my faces edition my parents bought the me the star wars faces mm. uh last ot thing i actually have them right here i got them from a let me let me grab real quick. them right so i can show your video viewers and stuff i have both i have so oh yeah both I got these yeah these are mine from back in the day and um i watched the hell out of these things man i watched the, i watched mm. the crap out of the these were like I just remember like fast forwarding through the Leonard Malton interview because as a kid, I'm like, I don't care about this. I want to get to the flashy swords and space lasers, space wizards and stuff. But then, I went and I saw every special edition movie. My parents took me to every uh, special edition film. Wow. Uh, when it came out in '95, and that was that was, I think, when I was I'm I'm all in, like I'm full on in. Um, I was wanting to go get all the. Uh, I mean. Th- I remember like before all that came out, you remember the Bendoms action figures and stuff? My parents bought like, they bought me a few of the Bendoms. I had like Chewbacca, Stormtrooper, Darth Vader, uh, R2D2, you know. Um, And then, you know, I'm going around trying, let me see if I have. Oh, here it is. Here it is. After the special editions came out, I'm trying, I'm going trying to get all these cool, like, you know, this is, I have, this is my original mirror box here that's, it's a for those of you who are audio it's the empire strikes back uh toy from i think taco bell right where it's like it's uh one half of it it's a cube one half of it looks like it's darth vader's floating head and the other half looks like yoda's floating head and um i just remember going crazy like after the special editions hit and i was like that's when i was like i'm starting to buy like you know insider magazine or beg uh, buy i'm buying with my like T- like what what was i back then like five-year-old six-year-old seven-year-old eight-year-old money like uh, uh, i'm buying with my parents money yeah. all these things and stuff and then now <laughs> i've got this is my original like i begged my parents to get this which this was a this was an investment back in the day yes like buying these things yeah. the special edition box set and everything um so that that was kind of like it i think the special editions were when my my interest skyrocketed in it. And, and that is why I am a rare bird because I love the special editions. I absolutely adore them. And I know they're not everyone's favorite and stuff. And it's probably, it probably comes from that was like, that was like, I was introduced to the originals, like we said, but are or the original cuts quote unquote, but you had an experience. Yeah. That's how I saw them in the theater. I saw them on the big screen and that is where I yeah. went oh my oh my gosh like this is this is something special like something awakened in me then you know so yeah before so see i have a relationship with the (laughs)
0: specials i i love them too i actually i grew up with the originals um no one ever bought them for me that my my dad almost bought the face ones that you have the originals right Um, and then he said good set i was a spoiled kid (laughs) i was i'll admit i was a spoiled My parents bought me
1: everything i wanted i i know
0: Well, we already had them on taped off of my grandmother's tape. So there was no, he was like, you don't need more. So so it was like, (laughs) but the special editions was the first time I got to see them in the theater. And I grew up with these movies. And then there was like a period of like 10 years or whatever when I didn't really, I watched Star Wars every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then they came out in special edition, and my one of my favorite characters is Jabba the Hutt, and they threw Jabba the Hutt in there. And I didn't care what he looked like or anything. I loved Jabba the Hutt, and I was all in. Yeah. And then I like I thought that know, was so yeah, cool. That, and it, it's still cool. I don't care what anyone says. It, it, well,
1: it, and, and I'm sure you've seen this. Um, <laughs> on Those of you yes. watch Cast, I'm holding up my original special. This is from '95, '96. I forget when, but it's That's like amazing. the the Jabba the Hutt. Talking to Han Solo action figure, his tail wiggles and everything. And I, yeah, amazing. I had the
0: original Jabba from '83 or whatever, but that was long. That's yeah, long chair. Someone, some charitable child is rich off of my old Star Wars figures, is what I always like to think. But yeah, especially i lucked whole, out. I never I did that, too. apparently. No, that's you're so lucky. Um, I know I, one day just. Where's my old, uh, where's my uh, this or that? Oh, we got rid of that years ago. Wow.
1: I think my Um, parents were hoping it would pay for my college, all the action figures they were getting me and stuff, like from the 90s and stuff, you know, maybe. Have you ever got to get like,
0: don't take that out of you. Don't play with that toy. You keep it in the
1: package.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think my dad would, if he had a DeLorean, would go back in time and he would would not let me play with any of my action figures. Because I think back to what I had, I'm like, man, it's stupid just stupid, See, I, stupid like, we good. Took it, I mean we use them we use them for yeah we use them for like, like their purpose but looking back i'm like mm-hmm. man you know I well, it's like have, yeah it's like what like, they wanted, you want to
1: it's like a, there's a there's a pixar movie in there like with do, do a star wars pixar movie like a toy story spinoff where it's all star wars toys like it's if it, they're in a collector's yes. i mean they've already this is toy story 2 it's just toy Story stories yeah, yeah, they want to be played with so yeah. never mind it's already been star done star it's, it's you're right, that was
0: a great movie, Toy Story 2. Um, yeah, fantastic. so special editions are out. You are a fi- by the way. The special editions that the people listening can't see, but you held up the box set of the special editions. That's the yes, the widescreen version. That's
1: the widescreen version. No, this is the this is the full screen. The the widescreen is the silver oh, box. I screen? almost but like before the pandemic started, I almost got my hands on the widescreen VHS, but I yeah. have no VHS oh, player, I... so I couldn't justify it because
0: Was it the the DVD they flipped it around where the widescreen was? No, I... was? No. DVD no 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 uh, to... no no
1: because it no the with the DVD it was silver too, because I have uh, it was silver, somewhere yeah. Somewhere I have my DVD, I have every Copy of the trilogy yeah. and th- and all the films that I've that I've had, I, I have them in a box somewhere. Um, right down to the again spoiled child here, I have the the 4Ks that I don't watch. They're just sitting, looking pretty in my living room on the on the shelf <laughs> right now. Because it's like I like I, I suffer from that modern disease where it's like, well, they're just on Disney Plus, right? So I'll just yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but they look. I have so the
0: Blu-rays good. of the of the first 6 and the last one I bought a physical copy of was the Force Awakens. I bought them all on digital. Yeah. But the last physical one I bought was Force Awakens on the steel book. I got this I splurged mm. on that one. Yeah. And then I never used the disc and so after that I was like I'm just going to buy them on digital. And then Disney Plus came and I was like "Son of a god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid oh, of see I'm afraid of the solar flare. So that's why I've got which I guess my discs would be erased anyway. I don't know. So um I'm you know, hoping the physical I, media will come back somehow. It's gonna be like I, records someday.
0: Yeah, I think so. I have a, I love records. I think um, I would get that 4K like of all of them. I do want a, mm. a physical copy of all of them. I think uh, as much. I'll as say, I have a, I'm very much a digital. Okay, oh, go, ahead, go ahead.
1: You're you're a digital guy. I was gonna say, say and I'm stuff, very like much that? a
0: digital guy, but there's some sorry, there's some things that physical.
1: You know, you just want to own. I would highly recommend the, the. this is turning into a commercial for the Star Wars uh, 4K, but uh, the 4K. Oh, that's like, what this the, is. Like,
0: Sorry. The,
1: no. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. Like, the like, it's it's a beautiful it's beautiful packaging. Like, it's very minimalist. Yeah. But like you, the, the way it it's it, it's like what I that's what I loved about physical media is when they would do special stuff like they do less special stuff now or they do and they do it in limited quantities kind of a thing oh, yes. but this is a beautiful collection it's got beautiful art on the inside when you open it up for every movie and um oh. it's 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 some of the most well-done packaging i've seen in years so that's what anyway that's oh, wow. that's a loss. say i'm a nerd about that kind of stuff so <laughs>
0: no like i said like i i'm a digital guy but there are certain things that i want physical copies of and it's weird because i I'm a physical guy, but you've mentioned like records and, and vinyl. And I'm mm-hmm. like, there's some that I'm like, I want to get that. I have it on, you know, Spotify or Apple. And I'm like, but I still want to own that vinyl. Why? So you hear this. I'm like, I don't know. And then people are like, but it doesn't
1: sound as good. I'm like, I don't know. I just, it's Let's just something that, well, that I want to own it sounds different it's got that warm sound it's like why vhs is actually kind of making a comeback right now like my buddy scotty loves vhs and stuff yes he does again i don't have a vhs player but it's got it's got like that quality it reminds you of your childhood kind of a thing and yeah and that's
0: i always say you know at christmas time i'm like i don't know there's nothing like christmas music on a record for me you know like nat king cole with some crackling sound
1: behind him like yeah it's okay like that's what it is (laughs) It's ambiance, kind of a thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 weird because like I I yeah. again I don't I used to well we before like my past relationship we had a lot of records and stuff. But guess who got those? Um. Anyway, like it, it was they were given to both of us. She got the record player. It's fine. I don't have one right now. Um. But I remember we had some Beatles records and we would just put on a Beatles record or something. And those were just beautiful. We had like the Muppets. Uh. Yeah like the Muppet movie soundtrack on vinyl and that was I love to just put that on because I love I love the sound of Jim Henson as Kermit singing and everything and it just I don't know it was just it's 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 got its yeah it's got its thing I get you this is I don't know why we're we're on vinyl and stuff but it's you know it's it's fine it's fine
0: we're going all over I gotta ask you too how many Ecto
1: ones do you have in your room right now Currently, right now, I have... Uh, so you can see, this is the this is the Plasma series that yeah. fits none of the figures. Like, it, that's, that's the thing that I'm kind of like... I don't know why they made one with a little gunner seat and everything, and they don't give me figures that fit in it. So, okay, whatever. <laughs> but it's still cool. Um, yeah, but it then, is. It's cool. Oh, dude. And then I was a, one of the suckers who, on opening night, oh. going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, I got... This is the popcorn... Uh, <laughs> The, the popcorn what? uh holder and the top no, open didn't put... have that yeah oh man uh, amc no. it, it, my amc i didn't know if they would have it or not they had a big stack of them they're like you want one of these i was like yes do i look like an idiot i
0: yeah, yes
1: I, know, like, I do yes i, I am would... an idiot and i want one we don't have uh, amc in this country anymore oh man see I, yeah, I, yeah. I i never had amc where i was originally from but up here in michigan they're all over but here's the best part of it Oh,
0: what! The, light,
1: I the lights oh, work man. when you push this button up here. Um, but again, I, I, I'm not going to put popcorn in that thing because no, for one I, thing, but, I don't see, I don't see how you clean it. Like, I don't want to have to clean it for one thing. But you
0: be clean. so when I went, when I went, this is now Ghostbusters podcast. When I went, it could be they only, had, chat. they only had cups, and the cup had like spoiler alert, had Paul Rudd being possessed on the cup. Oh, and, I, and like, so I'm they didn't so have that I, for I me. Like, that's all they had. So I was like, cause I'm like, cause I took my, I went with my, my wife, my in-laws and my nieces and, nep- and nephew. And I'm like, we're going to watch Ghostbusters. Let's go. And we yeah. went, and I'm like, I'm going to spoil them. I'm going to buy them like a pop topper, like anything they want with Ghostbusters. They get, I don't care as long because like, it already costs $400,000 to go see it. So I go in yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I guess I don't see anything. I'm like, oh, I just get pop and pop and then my nephew goes, "Uncle James, look, a spoiler!" And I look up, and there's the cup, with Paul. Uh, it was on a screen that I kept changing, and it's Paul Rudd yeah. possessed. And I was like, "I'm like, well, that's great." <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> like, "I was like, all right." But that's all they had was like a disposable cup with Paul Rudd on it, and I was like, "Yeah,
1: oh my goodness, I would
0: have, I would have, I would have paid whatever they wanted me to pay to get that Ecto One pot." My wife would not have been happy. My, my nieces and nephew would have been happy until they found out that I was keeping it. <laughs> right.
1: Like, I mean, yeah, this called is th- amazing. Th- it cost me 35 big ones. If I remember correctly. But um, that is, if that was in the store, not bad it would cost for that. you, like 45. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. It's, It sits <laughs> right here, you know, it's by me and stuff like that. It's it, it's got the rust and everything, uh, if you can see. Yeah, I noticed you know?
0: um, I can't tell like what it actually like looks like quality wise, but it look on this end, it looks high quality, like really good. It looks.
1: I mean, it's it holds popcorn, is what I'll say. Because <laughs> like, Scotty was like, "That looks <laughs> better than your I mean, plasma series." Up. I'm like, "Well, like, do you like that better, or the plasma series?" I'm like, "Well, the plasma series because it's more detail. It is a little more detailed." Um Yeah. Like it's got like a little bit of weathering on the on the the logo on the door Uh and everything you know and stuff. Like it looks it looks legit. Um, This is still cool though. Like this is like I can't believe that on the screen. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know that's that's and that's what you do. Like you look at like uh, screen use things and usually it's like oh that's that's kind of like worse quality than I thought it would be because they're just sometimes it's just like in movie production, just just slap it together and see if if it looks good. It looks good on the camera, so we're good.
0: It looks good. It's fine. We're moving on. Yeah. Just, uh, no, I, that's why I, we spoke before. That's my favorite uh, movie vehicle. But let's get back to Star Wars now, because this is right, right, right. <laughs> Ghostbusters talk. Whatever, I'm, it's it's fine. But we'll come back. We both uh, grew up. We grew up with both special editions. You get it, the the gold one, which is the full. I didn't see. I didn't have the gold or the silver. Um, so I, oh, right. I didn't know which was which. Uh because I had them on tape taped off my grandma's tapes and i was told you will not own those uh so then
1: and then the we didn't have them taped i think that's the only reason you, have you, them, you love it maybe? maybe yeah that's maybe i don't know <laughs> that's why my parents were like we need those wow.
0: yeah we, we need to we need to own those they're gonna be worth something one day when did yeah. you discover the phantom menace were you like aware of that before it happened were you because you were you were young so the was the trailer like a big deal for you like it was for for me i was in high school so like that trailer right. release was a thing right it was that was an event on its own and the internet wasn't really the internet was weird it was like what's the internet well download right. this QuickTime file uh, and see you know a gun game that you don't know what you know but
1: so was that a big deal or was it just straight to the movie for you no like okay so I don't remember exactly if I went to go on like opening night or not. Like I can't remember, I, but I remember the buildup to it. I remember cause I was reading after the special editions. I was, if I saw an insider and in, there was this one grocery store in my hometown, of Arkansas, who would sometimes have star Wars insider magazine. Like on their shelf, which I you don't you can hardly find it anywhere these days. I feel yeah. like like they, they, no one really cares. It's like a really special interest. Uh, it's it's the specialist of special interests. Um, but yeah, I would beg my mom to buy them so I knew something was coming. Um, and we didn't have internet, but my my aunt who lived down the street had internet and stuff, and so I remember going. And downloading that trailer, like they download, it took forever. But I remember finding it and mm-hmm. watching it. Um, and I don't know, because we, we we would go to the movies. Like my my parents would l- like to go to the movies and stuff. And I would, I mean, I would beg anytime anytime a big movie came out, I would say, like, hey, can we go see this one? Um, and so maybe we went once or twice a year or something you know kind of like made a night of it and everything it was always i, I my parents really instilled a love for theater and stuff it like the the movies and going to the theater and things like that but um <clears throat> i remember being aware that there like something is coming it's i i i never again i wasn't getting online i wasn't old enough to get online and all that kind of stuff i was I, like 10 and 11 Reading about all this kind of stuff, you know, the build up to it. Um, and I mean, I would mainly look at the pictures and stuff like skim articles and stuff like that. You like I'm 10 and 11, you know, I'm like, I, whatever, you yeah. know, I don't I don't understand a lot what's going on here. But um, I, I know that they're they are doing something um, and. Like, I remember getting excited because, like, special. I think, I think, uh, Insider did like a story about some of the characters, and my favorite one from the get go that they, uh, like, they did like an issue, I think, where it was like, here's some of the characters, the new characters that are going to be in the movie. I think it was a year before, and Sebulba was one. And I remember me and a, a, uh, 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 f- we were friends for like me and this kid We were like bitter enemies then friends Then bitter enemies again um, But when we were at the period where we were friends I remember reading that in the balcony Of our school auditorium Like coming and showing him and we both Like I was like I love this and I was calling him at the time Sebulba <laughs> <'cause> I, <laughs> <laughs> And so and then after I saw The movie that kid was like I still like Sebulba I'm like well but it's Sebulba and, you know it's that, that Those canon arguments start early you know <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> but i remember like i i loved it. and i still to this day i don't know if you can see him on top of the ghostbusters firehouse there that is a that is a wind-up subalba toy that um my buddy nick Milky just sent me and everything um but wow i remember like just being so excited like the toys came out that like the that was like the the last time uh, the only time i've seen something close to that was the fever pitch for force awakens um, yeah. but even that was nothing compared to the fever pitch of excitement for the phantom menace, like at all. Like, and I was, again, I, I talk, I was like, I, so I was what I call the George Lucas sweet spot of 12 years old. I was 12 years yeah. old when that movie released. And I went to see it with my best friend at the time. It wasn't the kid that, you know, we were enemies, friends, enemies. This was my best friend since kindergarten. We went to see it, him and his mom and me and sister. Because they were all big Star Wars fans too. And I remember just like absolutely losing our crap on the way home, just like talking about like Darth Maul, everything like that. It's just that that's such a golden age in my mind, that time. That was the last time I remember, like, that's you. I I remember it felt like a wall of action figures that's the only time I think I've ever seen a wall of Star Wars action figures was when the Phantom Menace came out and they had like a big display that was just all the action figures and stuff like that. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the only time I ever remember it in my life, unfortunately. So
0: the, the force awakens, the experience was, was very similar to Phantom Menace, but Phantom Menace, I think the few things was there was more time had passed between and there was no promise of Star Wars for so long. Whereas the force awakens, it was like two thousand. Five and then Clone Wars was kind of like, eh, like, you know, that it was like, it was there. Um, yeah. Not, you know, most people, you know, would ignore it, but it was still like Star Wars was still kind of there. And then the Disney yeah. purchased in 2012, they were like, we're going to make them. So there was, it, it. there wasn't enough time for us to miss Star Wars compared to the Phantom Menace. And it's a completely different era as well. Like <clears throat> no social media. Right. No internet. It was like darkness. And you're like, well, here's a book, Heir to the Empire. Maybe, you know, I was too young for that, you know. So that wasn't Shadows of the Empire, was was too, a great there. Yeah. But you might have been too young for that. So it was like, there's a really dark time. And the Phantom Race right. just came and, like, and it, I mean, it changed movies also. Like, you know, Jurassic Park changed, though, made it change. It changed film as well and what it was. Oh, doing,
1: absolutely. So it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, people give and, Andy Serkis all the credit for you know although like i know all of us star wars fans like don't don't count out ahmed best for being like the first uh motion capture performer it like it, it again it was in its infancy like at yeah. that but well, like yeah. he he they put it on the map honestly or, well yeah, i mean like... they, they they discovered new territory i feel like that that then was uh, then allowed andy to do well, again andy's andy's amazing Andy Serkis yeah he...
0: i mean you know you can't have one with it's kind of like when people argue who's you know, is LeBron James better than Michael Jordan or whatever? It's like, well, <laughs> you can't have one without the other, and that's how it goes mm-hmm. through all of history, right? It's like this yeah. person's this good because this person existed before, and, and and that's how it. That's that's how I look at the technology. But George Lucas was uh, ha- like that was, his. and that one thing I really love about the Mandalorian is they've kind of brought that aspect of Star Wars back with it with the volume and stuff we'll get into that in, in a little bit but Jar oh, Jar right, Binks right. we mentioned on my best we got to go into Jar Jar Binks you're uh 11 12 years old I'm 18 I think at the time I love Jar Jar I talked to right to sky i I a huge I'm still a huge Jar Jar fan I've been defending him for 21 years or whatever it's been <laughs> God
1: bless your heart
0: I, I it's been tough I did we appreciate we your work video <laughs> I did a video on Jar Jar when we first started and I got <sighs> killed and i was like but i will stick with it and uh, but george lucas i told on best years ago he said they're gonna they hate you now but the kids who see it now will be adults and they will love you mm-hmm. and i gotta know you were right at that sweet spot did you love jar jar and do well i mean you can't kind of give the answer away but do you love jar did you love him then and do you
1: love him now well so at the i i don't remember like i, I was 12 years old i love the guys with lightsabers that's the thing. Yes. but. I didn't hate Jar 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 was Jar Jar was Jar Jar. I was like, that's, that's just Jar Jar. He's, he's a, he's a cool He's, he's a character. A cool character. Um, I have my black series actually right here, um, which I'm so happy finally exists. But um, okay. I, I remember at the time being, cause again, 12 years old, like, oh yeah, that's, that's Jar Jar Binks. That's, he's just part of the story. And then, again, not being online in between that and the Fant and, and attack of the clones. And honestly, not really even knowing much of the hate until I got out of high school after they all three had come out revenge of the Sith and everything, which revenge of the Sith was the first one I saw on my own. Me and my, again, that best friend who saw phantom menace, we went the midnight screening. Um, there was a guy dressed like Darth Vader behind us. It was like my first experience in like a crazy cool theater, you know, but, um, after high school, I started working at a movie theater and that's when I started realizing people's movie opinions on like nerds who hated these movies were like my age and stuff too. were like, Oh, you know, they're kind of bad yeah, and really? all this and Jar Jar's Jar is dumb. Like it's a stupid character. And I remember at the time, like just for survival going like, Oh yeah, I guess. Okay. You know, I kind of like was one of those kids where I was like, Okay, because every time I talked about it, I would get, like, beat down, you know, like, not, like, little, but, like, yep. you know, figuratively, like, they would talk, like, ah, but this is kind of dumb, and this is how I'd be, like, I, hey, I guess I see where you're coming from, it's not the best, and things like that, but, like, this is the kid who, like, I mean, every time one of the DVDs came out after I finally got a DVD player, you know, Phantom Menace, I begged my mom to buy the VHS, she bought it, came home, I slapped it in the VHS player, watched uh-huh. that thing, like, twice that night, um, and then... Uh, Attack of the Clones was the first one on DVD and then I think they, or they might have released Phantom Menace right before that, but it was like after it had already been released on VHS. Yeah, and I was then, saying like,
0: to uh, I think Scotty this week that that was the first yeah. movie I ever owned on both VHS and DVD. And it was this yeah. weird thing when I'm like, why are you buying it again? Well, because it's on DVD.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, like now now I can have okay. it in a better format and yeah. yeah, but but like I remember getting Attack of the Clones like after that came out too and I was a little, I was like in I think I was oh man. Okay. So 2002 um, I was about 14, 15, maybe around there. Like, so I was like more of a teenager then and stuff, but yeah. I remember like, I would watch that like every night I would just put the DVD of attack of the clones and watch it every night and stuff. But yeah, no, I've, I guess I don't know. Like it, I, I look back on the times where I'm like, I guess I see what you're saying. I guess it is kind of bad. And, you know, like, you know, I, I would like, you know, oh, I guess, yeah, those love lines in uh, Attack of the Clones are kind of bad and stuff, you know, and diff- different things like that, you know. But, yeah. like, I never wanted to, like, hate any of this stuff. And Jar Jar especially, you see him they're pulling back on him uh pretty hard in the next two, which is just kind of sad. um But fast forward to, again, like, Grown up me, I don't hate Jar Jar Binks. I, you know, it's like it's. I think it's a great character, and in fact, like I love to love him because it makes people. So it's it's just so it's well, it's it's not it's not it's cool to to hate on Jar Jar Binks. Like you know what I mean in the worst way. It's like it's like oh that's the that's the thing that everyone who's like a casual Star Wars fan is like oh everyone hates Jar Jar Binks right? I'm like no that's it's it's that's not the way to go. But dude, I went, went going to Celebration in twenty twenty nineteen in Chicago. Celebration Chicago. The tw- what, 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace, right? Yeah. Um, I remember being on the show floor with. Shout out to my friend uh, Scott Gibson uh, at Scott Gibby and stuff. Uh, he on Twitter, he is fantastic, dude. Um, we're walking around the show floor. Okay. And we hear, welcome to the Star Wars show stage, Ahmed Best. And I mean, everyone on the show floor just like, every, it, like the, the, this entire mass of people, there was hardly, no, no one stayed with the shops. Everyone was just like, I mean, except for the shopkeepers, probably, you know, like the, the guys who ran the booths were at their booths and stuff. But like, you know, everyone just centered on Ahmed Best. And I remember like seeing him, we were behind where they were doing the interview. I remember seeing the back of his head and everything. Like everyone's just giving him like clapping for him. Fast forward to, you know, yeah. the la- oh, the day before the last day. I forget when it was the Phantom Menace panel, 20th anniversary panel. And he gets yeah. a, a standing ovation. No one deserves. And that was like right after, I think he had put on Twitter about his, his yeah. he c- contemplated jumping off a bridge and took his son to it. And, and just like, that was such a powerful post. And I, I don't think people realized the effect that you like, we're finding out more of the effect that you have on actors and people and things like that. You know, back uh-huh. in the day, people, I people still don't care. People still say, yeah, they don't care. Very, very crappy things. I don't,
0: I, I don't want to get into it, but I don't understand what it is about hiding behind like an, an avatar, a picture of yourself and feeling the, the need and like the power to, to say such hurt. I, I don't get it. Especially people you don't know. Like, I just don't, yeah. I don't understand what, the, I understand not liking a movie or a character. I think that's fair. It's subjective. You can, you can be like, ah, I never not really like Jar Jar. But you, how, I don't know. When they go after, you know, I'm at best uh, Daisy Ridley. Th- there's so many that they've done. And other franchises too. I, I just, I, I can't comprehend. I couldn't see myself going online and being like, this person is the worst, you know, or you know, no. obviously worse than that. It just, it's disgusting.
1: Yeah, it's I, I don't know. And like not to get too much into that, like the, all I've ever seen. It's mostly like young people or, or older people who are bitter and they're usually going for laughs or something or just like, oh, this is cool. this is I don't know. It's just it's one of those yeah. things like it's like it's uh, as the kids say, it's cringe, um, which is cringe for me to say, you know, so. It's <laughs> cringe. cringe. It is what it is.
0: I didn't get to go to Chicago. I had to I had to work, but my friend Andrew went. Yeah, my friend Andrew went, and uh, the only panel I wanted to go to was the Phantom Menace panel, and I ended up winning the lottery for that, and uh, ended up giving it to him. And I was so mad oh. that I couldn't go. Like when I got when I won that lottery, I was so like I was ticked off because when we were in Orlando, I got all those mystery box pins, and um, at one point I told my wife I'm like record me opening it; it'll be funny. So I recorded opening it, and it was yeah. Ezra. I was like, yeah, it's Ezra. And I put it away, she puts it away. Then my, my friend goes, There's another one in there. I go, What? There's two? And I open it up and it no recording. And it was Jar Jar. And we were yeah. in the Rogue One uh, panel with Doug Chang and it hadn't started yet. And I, I got Jar Jar and I yelled. And people like all around her looking. I was like, Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, You're the
0: only one excited to get Jar Jar. And I think they mass-produced Jar Jar for those, but I was yeah. so excited for this Jar Jar Big Spin. Like it, uh, it was the greatest moment of
1: celebration. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> incredible. Taylor, be damned. Yeah, yeah. I no, Jar that's Jar. incredible. Yeah. And you didn't miss yeah, much. Was... You just missed. You just missed. Okay, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. I'll just say. Not. To, I don't want to like. I, I don't want to like it, I make it you online. jealous anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I watched like it online I forget. If it, yeah. I think it was before they are warming up the crowd. We're all singing like. Uh, Bye bye, Mr. Yeah. Anakin guy, and everything. That yeah, was a surreal told moment. Told me. That was a yeah. surreal moment seeing everyone with their lightsabers and everything like that. That's that's, that's but anyway, cool. yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was that's it's a moment I felt connected to so many people. Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> I won't be at Anaheim either, so you get to have more of those moments, and I can sit in the back crying. <laughs>
1: oh man, hey, we'll have to cry together because I'm pretty <laughs> sure me and Scotty both will be in Anaheim. So, I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah it be great let's um let's
0: go on now revenge of the sith you're a teenager you see it did you love it immediately is it was it your favorite star war when you watched it or was it or was it not quite up there with the other ones or how did you because you are a teenager and now you're kind of yeah i know you, you didn't feel that way like you said but you're still a teenager and teenagers are you know let's be honest they're <laughs>
1: They have, they have
0: opinions. I yeah. sat
1: I sat by some. I don't know if anyone saw, like I think you probably were liking some of my tweets. So I was I went to see Ghostbusters Afterlife again. I've yeah. seen Ghostbusters Afterlife like 50 times in the theater. Three times. Three times because I'm I I it's just it's one of my favorite things forever. Um uh, so but good. uh I, I was sitting by teenagers that were like making fun of some some dude was laughing at the jokes up at the front, sitting with his wife, and there's these teenagers that they'll go, they'll go like, after a joke making fun of his life like you guys are such a-holes like it but i i was never one of those a-hole kids but (laughs) i man i remember i remember really liking it i remember really liking it but i don't know like i can't remember if it was my favorite honestly this is kind of the way that it's been for me like as soon as a star wars movie releases it's my favorite one yeah usually because it's new Star Wars that I never thought I was going to mm-hmm. get like especially back then right like back then it's like oh this is this is my favorite Star Wars i think like after that i started to you know Mature into a little bit of a you know a very vanilla stance of I love Empire and stuff like that you know like right. I like as I grew older and stuff and my movie opinions <laughs> yeah. matured with me I was like oh Empire is like not because like it's darker and everything like that but just like it felt like one of the more well made ones. Um,
0: I but agree. I, still I loved I, like- it's, I never ahead, put Empire ahead, number go. one but I think I never put Empire number one but I do think it's the uh, it is the most well made, especially of the of the first I or the original three. Anyway, it's there's something yeah. I don't know. There's just something about it that's very uh, classic film. Maybe you know, just like you're like, oh, I'm watching something special here.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of people put it at the top, and I mean, even critics and everything. You know, yeah. which I mean, back I mean back in the day, I guess they some critics were giving it you know crap, but uh, I. I um I don't like right now. Honestly, I'm I'm moving too far ahead in the future. Like right now, I might put uh, Last Jedi as the most well made, but that's just me. That's just me. Um, I don't know. It still it fluctuates between those two. Those two to me are like my favorites. That I think because they're just like they're both so mysterious and they're like they don't they don't do necessarily what you want. I guess Empire does what more people want um but it leaves it leaves the characters a little worse for the wear by the end both of them do and just it's i don't know they're both very interesting deconstructions i think so um but it's i don't know like i remember just uh i i remember a lot of people like liking revenge of the sith but i also remember um i remember a lot of criticisms that my friends had you know what i mean like my friends that once i got into the movie theater that was right after and they were like oh well you know it doesn't show any of the cool stuff you know like blah 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 blah, blah, blah. um but i remember people thinking like, oh, that's the most what Th- yeah that's the most watchable <laughs> of all of them right is that because it's like because it's got it's dark and brooding and it's a teenager mm-hmm. movie it's a te- it's it's yeah. it's literally about a teenager doing what all teenagers you know wish they could do is like you know buck the system and you know do their own thing but then and end up horribly maimed maybe that's not a teenager thing i don't know like um Probably not. I don't think I would want it. No, I didn't want that. So, no. but anyway. Yeah. Eh. Don't look up to Darth so Vader, you... kid. Yeah. Look...
0: <laughs> so you're working at a movie theater. How long did you work mm-hmm. there for? Did And when you were done, did you kind of, like, you're working at a theater now. Did you become, like, a, a film, like, a full-on film nerd? Like, I only like the final films in life. And did Star <laughs> Wars stay with you during that time?
1: I think I'm the most... Um... I think I'm the least uh, cynical film nerd. And I'm still, I'm still like, I've still got a ton of holes and things like that, that I got a film education from my friend. Like I saw a lot of stuff. My friends were like, you know, like, Hey, you should like, oh, the whole staff there. We were all kind of friends. We would go to people's houses. We would watch different movies and stuff. The first time I saw them rats was when I started working at the theater. I was, nice. a, you know, a little conservative Christian kid, you know, like back in the day, like my, or my family was, you know, like the, going to church every sunday things like that um they didn't necessarily my parents never sheltered me necessarily i mean i we were talking about ghostbusters 2 earlier um i'm pretty sure i figured out uh over thanksgiving i'm like you guys took me literally to see ghostbusters 2 in the theater when i was three years old didn't you and mom was like oh yeah we did yeah yeah so i went like my parents but <laughs> my parents were like i guess my parents are like the most like you wouldn't think that they're nerds by looking at them and stuff, but like they they like those movies and things like they they're like the yeah. most casual nerds of all time. but they're like, oh, ghostbusters, you know the, I think they said my aunt had taken their older kid Joey to it, which he was like 15 at the time or something. I don't he was he was like a te- almost a teenager at the time. I'm pretty sure and or like a younger kid and he and they're like, oh, we'll take our three- year-old kid to go see Ghostbusters too. Yeah, yeah yeah that's fine yeah it, that's the the 80s man that was the, like that yeah sense. yeah anyway it was a wild that's, time
0: that's the 80s my my dad you woke me up one day he goes you're gonna watch this movie it's die hard and he took me we watched i was like nine <laughs> years old and we're watching die hard like, <laughs> yeah you couldn't do that now i would have been taken away you could like i was like three yeah. like we're watching jaws i've been afraid of the ocean ever since <laughs> You. Can't, that's just what you did in the 80s it's like there's no, safe, there's no safety net you know it's like riding well, a bike, no helmet, jumping off cliffs. We did whatever we wanted. We somehow, <laughs> maybe we survived that. And this. Could be this, could be the afterlife. I don't know.
1: <laughs> this is, yeah, it's like we're we're the cast of Lost at the end. Like, we're still we got to find all the people yeah. we created heaven with and stuff, you know, and that's to spoil Lost. Yeah. Um, but, um, ah, really? I, um, oh, sorry, uh, it's like 10 years of spoilers there, plus, uh, but, um. <laughs> No, I I guess I would say I upon reflecting on the last few years, I'm more of a pop culture nerd than a um than a film nerd, maybe. Like I love like I want to get more into film. Okay. I love good like, you know, um indie films. I love good like Oscar films, things like that, you know, like the classics and things like that. I want I want to get around to seeing. But like I was when I was a kid, especially like ET was a movie for like I loved. Um Back to the Future. We watched all the Back to the Future movies. Um Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, you know, like Star Wars. My parents kept me at least in the loop on yeah. a lot of like the the big like you know like these are like 80s at least 70s and 80s staples and stuff like i remember being into that kind of stuff so um i was more of an i I guess maybe i'm more into like that kind of stuff which is why i dig the nostalgia of like stranger things and things like that you know um but no like again i i am very much into film i love going to theaters and stuff again my first job was at the movie theater because i loved going to the theater so much um and then I'll tell you, I don't think I've answered this yet. So you asked how long I worked there. Um, the place opened up in 2005. And I think I worked there until I was about to get married in 2013. Um, about eight, about eight. Who was that 2012 or something? Um, I, I can't remember exactly. I think it might have been 2012, 2012, 2013. The summer of 2013, maybe I think is when I finally finished. But like around eight years, eight and a half years. I worked at that place just because I loved it so much. And it was all the same people, all the same kids. Like we just, we grew up with each other and things like that. It was kind of like a little family. And I still go back and like, that theater is very crappy now, but like, I have some friends who are like in management positions and stuff. there still, and like, I'll go and like, they'll like, and apparently like, My parents said that they'll go to that theater sometimes in my hometown and they'll say, hey, we're Jerry Cable's parents. You know who he is? And they'll go. I've heard of him (laughs) kind of a thing. (laughs) I I have a bit of a legend there, apparently. Um, But, yeah, it's just, you know, honestly, it's been my favorite job ever. I wish that it like paid the bills because I would work in a movie theater for the rest of my life if if I could make that kind of if I could live off of that kind of a thing you know it's just it, i love it so much so
0: i, I worked at one and after my first year of college the year fast and the furious one came out Ooh, Whew. that was tough man that was the fast and Everyone furious movies were tough
1: ones to go through yeah yeah i, I was were, i was around that, for that like was... tokyo drift oh because <laughs> i'll tell you because the first yeah. Well, we got to screen the movies with the projectionist. Most people did, and yeah. so I was like, I became fast friends with the projectionist guys, which they were both nerds. They're they're the ones who were like they kind of disliked the prequels a little bit back in the day. Yeah, I think I they like them that, more yeah. now. They're a little eh, Disney right now, which I'm a little like, eh, they, they, they don't they're not they don't go harass people online though. So that's how I that's how I justify, it. and it's well, it's I okay. to so not I like some even, of them. That's the thing. I think it's fair
0: because. I mean, there's, they've made five movies. Like, you know, it's hard to like, as, if you're not a, a diehard fan, like that's five movies and the odds of you yeah. liking all five or even three out of the five, that's, you know, the odds aren't really in your favor
1: there when you think about it. Like, we're, there's we're so much. We're a breed who talk about this stuff all the yeah. time, honestly. But but oh, yeah. I remember, so the Fast and Furious, back to Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, we want, like, basically the entire staff stayed and screened that movie. And no lie, we were doing most of us were stupid kids doing donuts in the giant parking lot because it, it, it like yes. two in the morning in the middle of town. I mean, there were residential houses like close by, but we were just like, Aah! you know, like because we were stupid kids at college. We, we were having a. Yep. it was it was I mean, it, seriously, that's the most fun I've ever had at a job. Um, I can't believe that's we didn't awesome. die that night. I can't believe we didn't get arrested or anything. <laughs> but, you know. We were in the parking lot. We weren't like it too bad. We weren't like blocking traffic and and stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> but I don't like. I don't know if you're talking. I think you might be talking more about the crowds and stuff you get for different movies and stuff like that. Like that's interesting dealing with some. Oh, of no, the, I was like,
0: talking about the. I was talking about after when people were in the parking lot pretending that they were thinking that they're Vin Diesel. Their- like us. <laughs> their and their mom's stuff. minivans. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, I went to see before. I know I was working for the movie theater, but we didn't have this movie. But me and a buddy went to a town 20 minutes away to watch uh, the Dukes of Hazard movie that came out oh, yeah. with Sean William Scott and uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville. And uh, we tore his oil pan on the way home that night. <laughs> <laughs> he was driving, but we thought it was funny. We went into a ditch and came back up and we was like, we were like oh, I hope it's OK. You know, um, oh. I should be dead, but you know, it's a, whatever. Would you Um, even
0: consider doing that today? Like, would you, would that thought even cross your mind to do that?
1: No, because, because like I, and again, I was never like a (laughs) bet. Like I, I would do stuff like that on gravel roads, like out in gravel, like big gravel parking lots and stuff. Like a couple of times I did that. There's a couple of times only once did I do something really stupid on an actual street. And it was like a, it was like a driveway to like a, the bowling alley. It was like a bowling alley that was, it was really seedy now looking back on, I think it's still the only bowling alley in my hometown, but it was behind uh, a grocery store and all like this, like shopping center that's now is like all defunct stores. I don't even know if there's anything in it, but like, I remember like going and I was trying to impress a girl who was in the car with me and I just threw on my e-brake as we were going down the thing and like, com- we <sighs> completely turned around. And, um, <laughs> but like now, like I, I actually, so I, I, um, I actually did actually, so, okay. The one time I used to pride myself on being the best driver on snow in Arkansas, because like, I'm like, you got to take it slow and things like that, you know? And I was filming a bunch of videos for this youth rally for my parents and stuff back in the day for church stuff, you know what know, and, and, um, I was on a back road that, paved and everything but like it was sleeting and snow like it was it was pretty heavy and um I came down a hill and started to slide and i I put I put a little brake on I shouldn't have put any brake on I should have kept it straight like I know that now but I ended up rolling over so after that and I was fine. Wow. But, like, that was surreal. Um, And luckily, the guy who was filming the videos who was also a volunteer fireman was right behind me, came through there. Like, I was completely fine, unhurt. I scratched up my hands getting out of the car, Um, which is it. Like, superficial scratches. It was insane. Um, I have a little bit of fear now. So the the long way – that was a long way to answer your question. But the answer is there's no way – there's not a snowball chance in hell that I'm going to do any – Thing like that ever yeah, again yeah. because it's are you kidding me? Like, I live in Michigan now, and like every time it snows, I have to drive to work in, and I'm like, wh- I'm white knuckles, like in the snow now, and everything because I'm like, this is you have to respect this. Uh, you know, Michigan just, gets snow too, like
0: it, it gets snow.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, we got we we, we got to yeah. like it's it's it, I don't know, it's it's not been as much in the past couple of years, but it still is like it gets a good amount when we get it. Um, but they clear it off better here. They clear it off better, yeah. and it's a drier snow than in Arkansas. Arkansas, it's 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 wet when it oh, falls, so just, and then it yeah. melts during the day, and then it turns oh. into ice overnight. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and all they do is all they have is sand to put on it and stuff. So they, I don't know, they don't like have the resources to take care of it. So it's it was even worse down there. <laughs> like everything sand. closes down for for real. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Are you anyway, are you
0: like north or south Michigan? Can I ask like
1: I am uh I'm southwest Michigan. Like I'm on the I'm oh. on the I'm I'm around Grand Rapids uh for those okay, of you okay. who might want to come and rob me or anything like that, you know. <laughs> no, I just there is my location. In,
0: uh, there is a point in Canada which is more south than I don't know if all Michigan or part of Michigan. So
1: just saying there's not no point to that. I just know. Yeah, I, so yeah, I, I no, no. That's an interesting factoid. Though I enjoy that, that and is, stuff. Yeah. Like I've, I still oh, haven't yeah, been but... to Canada. I've come this close. I need to make it up there because <laughs> I would like to just say that I've been to Canada and stuff. You know, whatever. So. you
0: you'd be close to like Windsor that area. Go to a Lions mm-hmm. game and then just cross the border after. I think that that's really close. I've been I to think two my- Lions games actually
1: yeah my ex's not parents were saying like, four, like, they, like they used to go on dates across like like her my, my ex's mother was like yeah I used to have guys take me across to Canada for dates and stuff you know like it's
0: I, I have friends uh, in Windsor and uh and they say yeah that's how it used to be in like the 90s apparently you would just hmm. there's a um, it was a tunnel and you didn't need a passport or anybody they, they were just like no we just walked across and they they're like they have all these stories about going there and no one Isn't cared like, like so they would get drunk and like pass out in between countries <laughs>
1: And they're like no one cared back then. Now it's like a thing, but yeah. no, yeah, like now, like looking back, it's like it's the Wild West back in the day, man. Yeah, you know, like people like true. going back and forth between countries, and like like I I never flew I used- before nine eleven, and so like oh, really? I can't imagine a world where you don't have to like go through like you're a criminal and take your shoes off and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's insane. I-
0: yeah, I flew. A I I used to ride my bike across the border to Buffalo to New York, uh, Niagara Falls, That's New York. Right, I would just man. be like, "Let's go on our bikes," and we would like go on. Our, or we'd walk across <laughs> and you pay like a dollar fifty in a toll to cross. And you're like, yeah. I used to do it all the time. I don't know. That's you. I don't think you can. I don't know if you could do any of that now. You could. I was. You have to have a passport. Back then, you just were like, hey. I'm on a bike. Yeah. It's
1: like, we're <laughs> going to get on a
0: bike. We're going to, we're going to cross the border. It's fine. Whatever. You know, And then you'd come back with 17 sweaters on because you did some discount shopping in uh, New-, <laughs> New York. Oh my God. So you hot. No, no, I didn't buy any of these. No, of no, them. No. I'm all good. Yeah. <laughs> Take <the tans> off. <laughs> yeah. So, so you were working or just wrapping up at the theater when during the Disney acquisition? We got to get back to this. I'm sorry, we, we that No, you're
1: good. Yeah, but I know. This, like you're, you're fine. like if you if anyone <laughs> listens to me on this thing, if you're a listener at Bombacast or anything, you know I can talk and talk about whatever the, the hell I want. So go ahead. But yeah, let back to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, back to Star Wars.
0: So you were wrapping up at the at the movie theater. Or You might have just been there for another year when the Disney acquisition happened. Did that? Did that? cross the was that impactful for you at all like did you pay attention to that i imagine with your job you would have so i just want to hear that
1: story well and i i can't so i'm trying to remember like honestly everyone's like i remember exactly where i was i don't know if it's just that like uh, like you know i i got into like a fever dream after it happened or whatever um but i don't remember (laughs) where i was i can't remember where i was when i found out but i know i was with with like you know um Mm -hmm. I know that, like, I was already dating my ex and everything uh, right before we were about to get married and all that. And um, she, like, I wasn't, I I was into Star Wars, but it was like, it was back on the, it was on the back burner. It's like, I, Star Wars was something, it's done. I like it. It's good. Yeah. I would watch the Clone Wars. Like, every every time Clone Wars release released, a season we released on DVD, I went out and bought it and watched it. Cause I couldn't catch it like in order, uh, which it was Which I found out later, it wasn't even order on the DVDs. So whatever. Um, but I would um, watch, you know, that every now and then. And, um, I remember, like, so uh, I'm dating uh, my ex and everything, and she, I, I don't know, like it, my personality went from like day day to night. Like I went into I am a Star Wars freak. Like I always have been, but I remember, like, <laughs> whenever I heard the announcement, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh, are you kidding me? Like, we're getting more Star Wars! Like, they're they're gonna make another Star Wars. It's gonna be a sequel." And it's like you you don't understand the possibilities of things they can do. And I remember just like from then on, like Christmases, I would get like random piddly little like Star Wars, like anything someone found at like a gas station or like at a on a Kohl's uh checkout shelf, uh that was Star Wars people were getting me like her family was getting me you know and my my family like anyone was like hey here's a star wars thing you want the star wars thing which kid, like i was always i've always been a star wars person my parents have always known that like my family's like i if you've known me i'm all, i've always been into it but that was a time like where i think we were all starting to get more into the marvel movies and things like that you know like that was where i was kind of like mm-hmm. oh you know i'm i'm digging these superhero movies that are coming out cuz i i didn't grow up reading the comics and everything my friends were into it so that's where i kind of was and i remember Again, it was like a switch flipped and all of a sudden um, it, it was just fever pitch anticipation. Like anything, that's when I, I found Star Wars uh, Episode 7 Newsnet was what it was at the time. But Now it's Star Wars Newsnet, uh, the, the, the site, you know, like for yeah. uh, Resistance Broadcast and all of them are attached to that now and everything. But I remember I would check that site every day. Um, I got a job at the college you used to go to as a recruiter. And that was like, I put it on my recruiting calendar. Star Wars releases this day. As soon as I got like the year cat, because you had a year calendar, big, like yeah. wall one laminated. So we could write in dates and like oh, activities nice. and stuff. And I wrote in, force awakens releases this day and stuff. And I remember like looking up like stuff about rebels and everything. Cause rebels came out before force awakens and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's kind of hard to remember that sometimes. Um, cause it all seems like, it it was all like fits... a, I think it was a season and a half, right? Before force awakens. Yeah, yeah, because season two, Man. like that's where they had the first cross cross-guard lightsaber, not in yeah. a Star Wars movie. I remember being at like my ex's like grandparents' house watching at, at Thanksgiving that re- that release trailer, the first trailer, um, with BB-8 and the like ki- the unused shot of Kylo in the snow, yeah, uh, igniting yeah. his saber, which is still such a cool shot. Um, Sweet shot. It's just it, it's, uh, I was. uh it, it literally, like, again, it was it was crazy because, like, I remember I, again, I don't remember where I was, but I, I do remember it being like a, like, just like a, all of a sudden, like, oh, oh, wow, Star Wars is coming back. Um, I really love Star Wars. I'm back in, and, like, again, like, again, like, not like it, it never went away, but like, I just remember like the fever pitch came back with a vengeance. Um, you know, it was it was an attack you were of like the Pacino clones. and Godfather so to speak, Three. Man. Yeah right 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 just when you thought just when you thought you were out they
0: pulled you back in
1: pull me back in. exactly, God, I, exactly. Like, I never because you yeah. never thought you were getting anything else but the shows like, i think yeah. that's what i was into and all of a sudden there's all this new news and all that kind of stuff and that just like really just and, and then i start. that's when i started listening to star wars podcasts because i was like i gotta like uh, i want to hear about more of this stuff going on and everything mm-hmm. like that
0: so Anyway, I was excited about that acquisition just because of what they were able to accomplish with Marvel. Like I was just like, but they like they succeeded. And right. that was only three years into Marvel, three, four years into Marvel. But they had succeeded so perfectly yes. in that time. It was like, well, let's see what they got here. Like, it can't be worse than getting nothing. That was my that was my thought. I'm like, you know, they've done a good job there. Let's find it out.
1: Well, I had some friends, you know, like people like saying, like, ah, oh, Disney? Oh, they're gonna have the Disney yeah. logo in front of it. I never, for one thing, I was never one of those people who thought they were gonna put the Disney logo in front. I just like I I I never did because like I was like, you watch the Marvel movies, they don't just put like the yeah, they should Like, though. I don't know why people like thought that they were gonna do like something different than they were doing with their other property Marvel, which was more like Star Wars, right? Like I yeah, anyway, I, I'm with you. I was the I was that guy too it made it just made sense it's
0: still actually if you go to the Walt Disney Museum in San Francisco there is a quote on the wall and it's and i i can't remember the quote verbatim i have a picture of it somewhere but the quote says it's george lucas and he says uh, star wars is a disney movie that wasn't made by disney or something like if disney could have made star wars he would have made star wars it's something to that effect Go to yeah. the San Francisco Disney Museum and look for yourself because I can't remember. It's free to go. It's you have to pay for the tour, but it's free to go in the lobby and it's right, right. in there. anyway, <laughs> it's in there. And he said it, and um, and it's it's so true. Like you know, Walt Disney was, and George Lucas are cut from the same type of cloth of creativity and and oh, yeah. storytelling.
1: So, yeah, world building, all that. Kind not of stuff, that Walt Disney's around like anymore, but you know, yeah, no, right, right. We, but it's that that better. spirit. It's that same spirit. they yeah, exactly. created With George, yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly. It just, when I saw that quote, I was like, oh, this.
1: Uh,
0: and that I, I went there, I think. Just before, I think it was actually six months before Force Awakens. So no Disney oh, movie wow. had come out yet to to ruin it. But that quote has always stuck in my mind. Not that I remember word for word, but it's there. So anyway, let's move on. More Rebels. Uh, did you get into Rebels right away? Uh, or, or did you kind of put that on the back oh, burner? Oh, dude.
1: No, 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 no. I was, again, once that announcement was made, and what's funny is a couple years before this, I remember, so we used to have a lunch table, and this is kind of what I wanted Bombadcast to be, was the like at the college I went to, there was the nerd, there was the lunch table of all the, we were were all uh, Bible majors and big nerds, and we would spend the entire lunch talking about Marvel, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, all all that stuff, and I remember one day we were having a conversation, and I have a friend, um, and his his brother actually is a follower of of Bombadcast and stuff like. I don't know if you Galenorian Saber, if you know if that name rings a bell, uh, but uh, Seth Parnell, uh, but his brother uh, was talking about how he doesn't th- we were talking about for some reason remaking the Star Wars movies. And I'm like, we were all like, it's not going to happen. And he said, it's not going to happen until George passes away. Then it's going to be like all out, like, like first come first serve, whoever gets to it. And it's going to be, people are going to go for it. Like he thought like it was going to be like after George passed that they were going to make more or, or redo everything. And, um, a couple years after we get the announcement and I'm just like that, I mean, I'm glad he was wrong that it was before George Pat, but like to see like all yeah. of this come out, you know, um, it was just almost a little, it was a little prophetic. Uh, it felt and everything. Cause he like, just like most of us were like, they're not going to do anything else. You know, they're just going to be doing the shows and everything like that. Um, I think we were still looking forward to the star Wars live action show that was supposed to yeah, come out a couple I'm, years Underworld after, on, uh, yeah. revenge of the Sith. Yeah. W- which was apparently supposed to have, um, what was it a uh, uh, Sagarera as its main character, mm-hmm. basically? So it,
0: yeah, apparently they did like fifty scripts or something for that <laughs> show, fifty or hundred scripts. <clears throat> right. So they they live they Excuse live me. somewhere they live somewhere out there. I don't know where. But you so you said you bought um the Clone Wars on DVD. When it came up. But when Disney purchased Lucasfilm, they said, nah, Clone Wars is dead. And they just, they killed it. They mm. stabbed it in its heart and they left it They left it <laughs> to rot away. Pissed on
1: its grave, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 but, no, no. but fans
0: went nuts. Fans, there were, look, I, I, and I don't mean any disrespect. There weren't a, a massive amount of, like, there are a lot, but there are not a massive amount of Clone Wars fans. No. It was very no, niche. It was... I, I would say it was a niche uh, animated show for sure.
1: And I think, yeah. I, And I never. There were only a couple Disney. of us at our lunch table that watched it. It was me and my buddy Cody yeah. Bradford. Shout out to him too. Um, we would we would buy them and we would binge them together in his dorm room. That's what we would do. That's awesome. Um, and so was, I have great memories. Of but that. it wasn't but, a mass.
0: Um, yeah, like not everybody watched it. And I and right. I did. No, no, I never no. faulted Disney for for that. Although I thought they could have ended it, but I never really faulted it for that. And I didn't fault them at all. And I still don't for the Legends thing. I'm like, like. <laughs> It well, just, I, I don't know it made sense to me that made sense yeah they're, they're i wasn't they're, honestly when
1: they made this announcement and they said like they're gonna do everything from here on out is gonna be canon that's when i go because uh, i wasn't able to keep up with everything i would you know I, I can't remember i think yeah. I, I read a few books like the galaxy of fear series i read a, a few of those when i was a kid i loved those um but i never kept up like religiously with everything and I remember some of the stuff like I remember there being an article in Insider about Chewbacca dying in Vector Prime. Yeah. And I remember being like that's yeah. the stupidest thing ever. Why would you effing kill Chewbacca? Like I remember like being so mad about that. So I wasn't like super tied to the EU and stuff, but I I I wasn't I know I, I'm kind of the same way. I wasn't like upset. I was honestly, I was excited to keep, I'm like, I, and I, I honestly, I can't keep up with everything now. I haven't been able no, to because there's too much, it's impossible. but yeah. I don't think I was, I think I was like, ah, oh, bummed a little bit, but I was never like, screw you, Disney. Like, why would you cancel the Clone Wars? Things like, I, I never got mad. Um, I've never been that type though, but cause I was just so excited of the potential of what was to yeah. come. And the Rebel series, like that, it was like Dave, and I was like, Dave Filoni's moving over to that one. Like it's the the guy who's in charge, and I don't even know if I knew his name at the time. I can't remember, you know, like cowboy uh, hat dude, cowboy hat dude, like the dude who works on Clone Wars is going over to that. And so, why are we? Why I'm like, I like what he's doing there. I would love to see some stuff in the uh, original trilogy era. Like, yeah, give it to me, give it to me. Um, That's because I've, I've just, I'm always like that. I can't get rid of, I'm, I'm less of a pe- an optimist than I used to be, but I still can't go full pessimist. Like I'm not full on pessimist. I still am that wide eyed. Like you could take me for a ride. Probably like I'm I'm a sucker. I feel like <laughs> sometimes, but like, I'm, I'm that glass half full kind of person, you know? Yeah. That, well, that's a good way to look at it. Cause it, I yeah. mean, this,
0: especially when it comes to star Wars, which is just people making things up for entertainment value really well, like i think people get too too caught up to take it way too seriously for like it's literally hey look i have a my sword lights up you know like it's yeah it, it's 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 fun it should just be fun we shouldn't take it too seriously
1: well and don't get me wrong like i have my stuff i had stuff whenever they were you know before force awakens came out and the other movies and stuff like I had like in my head, these are things you don't do. Like you would hear rumors about flashbacks and stuff. And I'm like, star Wars doesn't do flashbacks. Don't do flashbacks (laughs) cut to last Jedi. And like, that's one of my favorite parts is the Rashomon thing where it's like, you know, there's the three different like perspectives Uh or the, there's the Luke's perspective, Ben's perspective. And then what I hold as like what actually happens, the truth that finally comes out. And, um, I love it, you know, and there's like other things like, like, oh, that you should do before Rogue One came out. They should totally do a crawl. It's Star Wars, everything, even the video games, video games do a crawl. And it makes no sense because it's like Star Wars, the Force Unleashed part two, uh, massive unlocked edition. (laughs) And then like it goes on and it's like, this is dumb, but you got to do Star Wars has a crawl. So you do a crawl and and, you know, like that. I find, like, as we go on, like, you know, I didn't want any music that wasn't like John Williams-esque. And we have, like, now some really cool, different music Um, in, I mean, in the cartoons, but, I mean, in the Mandalorian and everything like that. Mm. Some great compositions, great composing. Mandalorians.
0: They needed the Mandalorian music to get away from the John Williams music. Yeah. Because, and I think. When they do the next movie, it should have a big epic score in John Williams in the vein of John Williams. But I mean, John Williams, you know, isn't gonna, he won't be doing them probably ever again, and he won't be around forever. You've got to find something else. And Mandalorian hit it; they they knocked it out of the park.
1: Oh, absolutely. And so, but that's but that's what I find is like even the things that I'm like, I can't, I don't know if I could take that. I'm always like, okay, that's really good. I really like that. So like um, every everything that I even light. like held dear you know, like where you, these are Star Wars unforgivable sins you shouldn't commit. I, I end up, you know, turning my stance on it and going, you know what? Like that's actually not that bad. Like it's like I, I, I want every new Star Wars thing that comes out. I'm like, please don't try to be the old stuff. Please give me something new. Like now that's what I'm more interested in now is like, I want something I want to experience this universe, but I want to experience, you can have the feel of the universe. You could do something completely different. And that's what I'm loving about this new era of stuff, especially with shows. I think with, with uh, Disney,
0: um, it took them a little while to figure it out. Yeah. How to make it something. And, and Mandalorian is now, you know, they Mandalorian was kind of like the plateau. And now they're like, I think they've, earn now for us fans like okay now we can maybe be maybe commit some of those sins i still think a rated r (laughs) star wars is not the way to go but you know you could all Uh, of a sudden that's my last one
1: that's my last one because i don't think like hard pg-13 sure i i don't think star wars should ever be i don't think a star wars movie should be made where parents can't take their kids to it and I don't want to Agreed. see like a crazy bloody Star Wars. Like I, I tried yeah. listening to the audiobook for Death Troopers, and uh, it was uh, like it's great. I, I but, love like it. I'm it's not my favorite because I'm like it doesn't feel like Star no, Wars. It's I
0: love Death Troopers. I read a Halloween, it's my Halloween Star Wars book, but I'm that's with, awesome. like that's a yeah. book though, but it's also a book, it's not it's it's but see, I don't know it, it, Clone Wars just, did to me it's different.
1: Clone Wars did Star Wars zombies the best possible yeah. way and made and left yeah. it still a Star Wars. Like Clone Wars Things did a like lot that. of different genres and it still felt like Star Wars. And that's how you do it yeah. in Universe is how they did it with the brainworms and stuff like that. Like Yeah.
0: I, it's for me, like Death you know. Troops, I agree. If that was a movie, I'd be totally out of it. But because it's just a I you know, I got the book I like a book set. So I'm just like, this I'll go see it. I'll go see it. I just
1: don't think but, it I don't think it should happen. <laughs> no,
0: I, I, James Gunn recently tweeted somebody said will you ever make it R-rated R- Guardians of the Galaxy after he did the Suicide Squad and he goes no no mm-hmm. it's, that, that's wrong mm-hmm. he goes, Guardians of the Galaxy are not an R-rated Suicide Squad has to be R-rated to him anyway but he's yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy is not an R-rated property you, Like, and I, and I was like I respected that I'm like yeah because it's a completely different and that's how I feel about Star Wars The Star Wars is for all of us right we're gonna go I'm gonna take you know my niece and nephews we're gonna watch that movie like you know, Ghostbusters yeah. is like a hard PG, right? 13. You, you stay there. You don't cry. There's a line that some of these properties
1: shouldn't cross. Star Wars, I yeah. think the rated R line is one of them. Absolutely, man. Like, yeah, 100%. And again, like, you, I don't think that, I don't know. Like, I think they can do everything that you want them to do in an R in a PG-13 format. And it'd be just yeah. as good, if not better, frankly. But like, there's no reason, there's no reason to go into the sex blood and yeah. all that kind of stuff when you we're already close enough like it it, it still feels It still it doesn't feel lesser because it's not rated r like i don't feel like you're talking down to me and stuff like i'm that, someone
0: but. that thinks that the logan movie did it. i don't think it needed all the language that i had they were just like throw it i'm like this movie could have done with it and and only because i think sometimes when they say line, i'm like yeah they're just swearing because they can swear and i feel like that with tv now too like tv is kind of like they can say certain words and they throw them in i'm like you didn't need to say like, i don't know that's just maybe that's just me and i'm old and miserable but <laughs> i just feel no, like, I, I can see that i, I mean understand i understand logan, logan being
1: our more than like a star war but like I'm, like you said like yeah I'm not, that's yeah. not my
0: argument but I, I just it's a guy with knives in his swear. hands you know like- <laughs> I, I understand the blood because of that like the blood I'm I like, do the blood but some of the swearing I was just like eh, I don't know it just yeah I don't know I just felt to me like I'm like you're doing it because you can't it's a great movie I'm not saying it's not I'm just saying it's, people think it's that's gonna be the, allowed to swear yeah. yeah that's
1: gonna be the headline that comes out of this James it's like James thinks that uh Logan should stop with the bad words the bad the bad language words
0: <laughs> See, in, in, uh, in uh first class i thought his his f-bomb was great oh that but was logan, oh that I,
1: was well yeah. that was that exactly. was
0: exactly that one it. was like that one was worth it whereas logan I, not all of them but there's a couple where i just sat in the theater like
1: yeah they're just doing it because yeah. they can now
0: that's how i felt about
1: it. like deadpool now i just want to go yeah, watch that deadpool. that yeah I just want to go watch that uh, first class f bomb because that's such a great. Yeah. That's probably the best use of the f word in the in the history of the English language, honestly. Yeah, it in might my be, Yeah, it's and it's it, yeah, perfect cameo, perfect. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect Hugh Jackman perfect. knows All how right. to deliver an f bomb, and what what a sweetheart of a guy for someone yeah. who plays such a surly character. Just that was like the anyway. first time
0: he yeah. ever said it, too. He's like, I've never sworn before. What a, that's so wild. It's so wild.
1: <laughs> okay, rebels is.
0: Rebels is out. You're you're into Rebels. Oh, Force never away missed
1: out. an episode. Never missed an episode, never. man. I was so was into gra- it. You know I was. What?
0: Did you did you have a problem with the the look of Rebels? I gotta ask you that because no, Cold I loved Wars it. Had a very specific look. Yeah, no, no, well, I people mean, said Rebels uh... was too cartoony and, and round when it came. Well, out. and I mean, I like I right was reading you know all what? the
1: articles every like you know I was going in there and, like anything I could possibly devour any content that I could get into my brain, I was taking and um. It was – they they said it was based on the, uh, like, Ralph McQuarrie sketches, the original, like, yeah. sketches and stuff. And, and I thought that was really cool. And the way – like, I remember watching all the behind-the-scenes videos talking about, like, people like, I don't like the lightsabers, they look like toothpicks. And Dave Filoni's like, oh, yeah, we made them to look more like the original trilogy lightsabers because they were thinner, a little more flickery. And I remember, like, as a kid, like, you know, like the little – uh stick to open and close the blinds like i took that off of my windows because yeah. like i and would use as a lightsaber because it felt more like the lightsabers yeah. from the movies than like the big honkin like telescoping ones and stuff and i liked like i i so i don't know like i i thought the look was really cool i thought it was different um and i thought it was actually it felt more it had a better flow than the clone mm. wars animation and everything like the the characters moved in a more flowy more natural yeah. way than that like in the clone wars some of the the lightsaber battles are cool but they feel like good 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 and in in rebels they're like you could see the swings and stuff yeah. like that and i i appreciated that like the in the the end of the first season the battle between the lightsaber duel between kanan and the inquisitor like kanan ezra and the grand inquisitor but mainly the part with the grand inquisitor and in Canaan after he thinks that, that Ezra's dead. That lightsaber duel is one of my favorites in just all of star Wars.
0: It's so good. Like the, I, you the know emotion, what, I do forget about
1: that one. The emotion, the choreography, the way he uses, uh, uh, Ezra's lightsaber against him and everything, the whole, like their exchange of, uh, that was a mistake. Why? Cause you have no one left to die for you. No, because now I have nothing left to lose is just like the whole or nothing left to fear. That's, that's the line. But just all of that, like yeah, no, I I love it so much, and I loved it from day one. I've never gotten like I look. You're allowed to not like something because you don't like the animation. That's fine, but I just don't. I don't get not taking in something because it's animation or because it's an animation I don't like. Because if it's a good story, if it's good, I'll I'll consume it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. that's me. But again, I no love hate, Re- no I love hate. Rebels right from the. I love Rebels from the, the get go. I like the style of it. I,
0: I it surprised me, um, how dark it got in season three. The beginning of season three, I think, got super dark. The end of season oh two was fantastic. Man. Beginning of season three got really. I was that really surprised me. I was like, okay, it's it uh, it's found its footing. I felt like, and it ended, I think, right at the right time. It didn't overstay its oh, yeah. welcome. It's just like we're done. We're moving on. Let's go. And now, it's gonna bleed into to live action, which is like. Who that? Who, I, no one saw that coming five years ago. Whenever it ended, four years ago, whatever it was, three that or was four years that ago.
1: was in my dreams. Like whenever that, because like that was like the promise at the beginning of all this. You talk about 2012 was everything's going to be canon, everything's going to matter, and this is why this is I think my favorite time. Like I love the sequel trilogy and all that kind of stuff, but like now that we're in this time where characters from the the animation are showing up in live action in the shows. Um, this is this is one of my favorite times. Like I get mm-hmm. I I freak out. I'm like I, I love it so much. I I want I've always wanted the books, the comics, all that stuff to like cross over more. And uh, the books and comics, I think they can do it a little more often and stuff like that. Uh um, maybe they mean? put stuff in the animation. Yeah, but like now we're starting to yeah. get like those things are crossing over into like Cobb Vant is a lot of people's favorite thing about Mandalorian season two. I shocked. Yeah, I, I, I never I, thought I would go to Target no. and buy a Cobb Vanth T-shirt, <laughs> but I own it now, so and true. I'm so proud of it. Because Cobb Vanth is such a badass character, right? Like it's yeah. so cool, and yeah. I. There were rumors that that was who Benicio
0: del Toro was going to be playing in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I remember those. Yeah. Those oh, right, were, right, right, Were flying for a little while. That. But yeah, I can't believe all they that did stuff. it, and they pulled it off. They did it in a way that, you know, I watched it with, with my wife and, and my parents and no one quite was like, everyone knew who Cobb Vanth was. There was no questions about who he was. We knew more because of the book, but mm-hmm. they knew what they needed to know for his yeah. purpose and what they were watching. And they did that perfectly, I thought.
1: Oh, beautiful it, it, we it, like all of us who read the books and stuff or that meme where there's the guys the cartoon of the guy standing at the party and like they don't know that malakili the rancor keeper is also in that town. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, raising a hutlet
0: <laughs> uh let's but go anyway. into force away we got a rat we're getting we're getting along here i'm keeping you long i know got a, i know you've got a Ghostbusters show you, I you I like gotta to go you've got ghostbusters probably in like a half hour you got to get to so
1: Probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knowing
0: yeah. me, next showtime, you're going to go. Have you pre-ordered your copy of Ghostbusters yet? Uh, to purchase. Not yet. Will that be a physical. That be a
1: physical buy. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, man. Like I, I, I was actually, I missed. So there was something that came out at the same time. I think that the thirtieth anniversary came out at the same time the four K came out like the the steel book a star a ghostbuster steel book and I missed that and now you can't find it anywhere it's sold out so quick um I had it in my hands at the store and <sighs> said oh my my at the time wife would kill me if i bought this too um and I kick myself every day for night but like that's a physical buy 100 that's that's gonna be i gotta see what the steel book looks yeah. like Got sometimes steel books Sometimes yeah. I like the regular box art than the steel book and stuff. It's just, I'm weird yeah. like that. If it's just like a big face, I'm like, eh. okay. <laughs> I think I don't the know. ghost was like
0: one. That. I went on Best Buy. I saw the steel book there. I thought it looked, if that's the art, the problem is, I don't know if that's the actual finished artwork. Didn't say, right. but it say. looked, it looked, it looked nice. I thought it was, a. Uh, you know, the, um, it's like the, the visual dictionary they have for the, it's not called that, but the afterlife book, it's that it was that Ecto yeah. one driving i'll do by anything with the ecto one anyway let's go back to star wars because we're yeah, like, back to star wars Force, star Force awakens wars. your trailer you, uh, you saw it thanksgiving it was like oh my god amazing everybody talked about that trailer um no one knew anything like the next day tops cards came out they had all the names on it yeah but the movie is finally coming out a year later later um do you go opening night? Do you go with a group of people? Do you wait a week? Do you just not go to the theater at all because you hate Disney Star Wars? How did, <laughs> how did you treat the Force Awakens?
1: <laughs> so with the Force Awakens, I wasn't able, like I stayed up, like for all the, most of the movies, I stayed up feverishly refreshing the AMC app, trying to get tickets um when they dropped and like everyone so it's like close like i i ended up not getting tickets to the force awakens till uh, matinee the next day so i didn't get to go opening night like on the thursday but i went on the day it was the day it was actually supposed to release mm-hmm. i got a couple tickets me and my ex we went um and here's the thing and we went like 40 minutes away from where we wow. were because i think i think we went to did i get imax i think i got imax um Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the only there's an IMAX theater like 40 minutes away right now. And so I we went there, um, got lunch, everything. Um, here's the thing: I got sick midway through the movie. Like I got like like a cold, like fever, and I didn't know, and like I didn't feel it until Han gets run through (laughs) with a lightsaber, and I started ugly crying, like (gasps) and like my ex is sitting beside me, and she looks at me, she goes. Are you are you okay? <laughs> and I'm just like you know, I'm like it'll be fine. But I remember like it was so much worse because like I felt like absolute dog crap. Yeah. Um, But I was like, we're making it through this movie. And then driving home, I it was very clear I I had a cold or something. I don't know. Ugh. Like that's the first time I've ever like that's the first time I've ever felt a cold. Come on, in my entire life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like. Through a two-hour movie, like, I'm fine when I get there, then all of a sudden, (laughs) oh, what the hell happened, man? (laughs) You know? Oh,
0: wow. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it mid-December.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've never never experienced that, though. (laughs) Partway through the day, I'm like,
0: oh, I just got sick. Usually you wake up, and you're like, oh, there we go.
1: That's the thing. Like, usually you kind of feel it the night before, but then you wake up like this was the first time. Like, midday, I'm like, (laughs) right in the middle of a Star Wars. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, so that kind of like, I still loved it, but I remember like being like just congested, uh, you know, like feeling like you know, like driving home and everything. Oh, and I think we stopped God. at Barnes and Noble even before we got home to look at something. I had a friend call me and he was like all mad that they killed Han Solo and stuff, you know, that was like, like, it was just like weird. It was, it was a weird day. It was a good yeah. and bad day. So.
0: I always find it surprising that people didn't think, like I mean, going into it, it was I thought there was no way Han Solo was coming out of the movie alive. Like I, I I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford said he would only come back ever if they killed him off. Like I was like, yeah. well, there's only one way to get out of this movie, and that's Han Solo's gonna. And then the minute he's the Ben, he's, he's the Ben uh, Kenobi character, you're like, well, he's dead. Yeah, like, there's, there's no coming I mean, out see, of this one for him.
1: You see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. Like Even though I saw it, though, I mean, it was just like you. you I still wasn't prepared. I still was like, again crying so hard the hardest i think i've ever cried until ghostbusters afterlife which i won't spoil and everything but like that that movie that movie my mascara was running by the end of it so the ecto um,
0: one chase with muncher by the way is my favorite is my favorite scene i just i love it it's so good
1: just love it it. (laughs) that shot where it's like a really it's a super like panoramic shot and you see like them from really far off and you can see muncher and the trap and the ecto is one of my uh, favorite shots in all the cinema. Anyways, I just, yeah. It. They do such cool stuff with that movie. Anyway, anyway, it was okay. So um, I'm excited for
0: more. Anyway, let's go on, <laughs> let's go on. well, actually, Ghostbusters Afterlife compared to Force Awakens, I thought both of them did things better than the other one in certain aspects. But one thing Afterlife did that I, I, I kind of, I, I. I I don't know how to word it, but it was more, it wasn't a part three, I felt. It was a bridge mm-hmm. to get to like a part three. And I really, I love that part of it where it's like, this isn't a movie about Ghostbusters. You know, yeah. necessarily. It's, it's a movie in the Ghostbusters world. And Ghostbusters 3 yeah. exists somewhere here. We don't know where right. In what capacity, but this is in that world. And I love I love that take on it. Just loved it.
1: Yeah, because you can't compare it to the first. It exists as a video game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There you go. But you can't
0: compare this movie to the first two movies, really. Like it's almost not fair because it's very. It's a different
1: beast yeah. altogether it's it's a movie about legacy and family and and f- finding your place in the world and yeah. and it's beautiful and uh, yeah. just uh I, I, it's my happy place right now i said the other day online and it's just that's awesome. yeah, yeah it's... I, I love it i love it anyway that's awesome all right so anyway
0: blah blah blah. movies come out they're like yay rogue one <laughs> good you know right. last jedi is like yeah it's the best it's the worst It's the best of the worst but you when was your first star wars celebration
1: so my first Star Wars celebration was 2019.
0: 2019,
1: and because it, okay. So after Last Jedi came out, I, I that's I basically started my canon junkie Twitter presence after that because all my friends hated Last Jedi. Uh-huh. The all the friends that I like went grew up talking Star Wars with none of them wanted to talk about any of the Disney stuff. They hated it. Uh, like, every time I talked to them, do they're like, you... well... So I ended up getting in fights with people, and and I, I didn't like that. And I was like, I want to find other people to talk to. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's when that comes to but we'll, go ahead.
0: Did they hate Disney Star Wars? I don't want to get into it too much, but I'm just curious. Like, did they hate Disney Star Wars before The Last Jedi, or was it The Last Jedi they made them all of a sudden, in retrospect, be like, no, they all suck. Because, like, Force Awakens was a movie that everybody... On some level, loved when it came out, and then like a year later, I think people were kind of, yeah, you know, whatever. But Rogue One, yeah, all like I don't know. I know people are like I don't really like Rogue One, but everybody loved Rogue One. The Vader scene is impossible. If you like anything about Star Wars, the Vader scene is impossible. Not to it, love. it's hard to know not. Everybody. Yeah, and like, but then, and I'm not saying Rogue One's the best movie of. I'm that, that I'm close, but like, Last Jedi came out, and it definitely split people. But all of a sudden people are like, no, Disney ruined Star Wars. It's like, but you just like the first two that they made, maybe the, the first Whatever. But you can't tell me all of a sudden. So that's what I'm curious about. Did they hate it before last Jedi? If you remember,
1: I had one friend. So the two projectionists that I befriended, right. we've, we have been friends for a long time. And uh, si- I mean, since 2005 and, um, one of them actually uh, we were both like of the same Christian denomination back in the day, back when I was more of a churchgoer and all that. And um, we used to play in bands in the local music scene, like the local punk scene, kind of whatever. Um, So like we knew of each other from another couple of like, we, you know, we've been friends for a while. Um, Me and that guy loved the force awakens and my friend who said called me and was like, "Hey, I, I didn't like it. It was the it was a retread of the four of. Uh, uh-huh. He was one of the first. He was the first person I ever heard. It's a retread of A New Hope. He was the first person. And he yeah, uh, my he, dad but was the first he, for me. he was he waited. He's like, let me know when you see it because I have to talk to someone about this. I know it's from a genuine place of. I I, I hope I I've been a little bit in that camp with like. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Rise of Skywalker wasn't, didn't hit me exactly in the, in the, in the spot I wanted it to. Uh, I still love it and everything, but like it wasn't like my favorite of the, like I was, I was a little, I was unfortunately a little underwhelmed, but not so much that I hated it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, There was a lot of stuff in my life going on at that time, tertiarily though, that also like contributed to that. But uh, I, I, I never want to be in that full on place, though, where I'm like, I, I can't imagine being in that place where I'm like, I full on like, I can't believe I hate this so much. And it's it's because I, I know it's not like a, I'm hating it just because for, for, for them, you know, it's like a but but then after Last Jedi. So we had that one friend, me and me and him agree. And then our other friend, we're like, ah, it's not it's not that close to it. You're fine. Whatever that friend liked last Jedi to begin with initially and then soured on it. And now it's like, and I don't, I haven't talked to them since, but like it's, it's now, I mean, they love the Mandalorian and stuff, everything that's going on mm-hmm. there. But, um, they like last Jedi was kind of like that other one for a lot of my friends, where they were like, yeah. uh, what even is this? It's not Luke Skywalker. Why would he do this? Why? Blah, 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 Whereas, like, I don't know, my heart was ready to receive Luke Skywalker, yeah, uh, not being perfect Uh and everything uh, at the time. Um, I don't know, like, that's the the, seriously the Last Jedi like backlash really bummed me out because again, it was literally like the majority of my friends who love Star Wars were like, ah, I don't know about this. I know this isn't. Like, cause I know there's a lot of like Twitter hate, but then
0: the Twitter praise of The Last Jedi. But my fear first of all, I paid $40 a ticket to go see The Last Jedi because my dad's Good birthday God, is December. Well, this I'll tell you what, my dad's birthday is December 20th.
1: And mm. so Force Awakens oh, wow. came
0: out, we saw it opening night. And then for his birthday, we're like, we're going to take you to go see it on your birthday. Because I think his birthday was a Sunday that, that so we're like, we'll go on the Sunday. And a group of us went. And then Rogue One was right. the same, but we couldn't take him until the new year. And after Rogue One, he goes, And my dad my dad didn't like Force Awakens. He loved Rogue One, but he loves the prequels and the originals. And he goes, he's like, I wanna and my dad's not a movie guy. And he goes, I wanna go with you guys on the opening night. That's when I wanna go like take me then. I was like, so last Jedi comes and his birthday is December twentieth. I'm like, hey, for his birthday, we'll buy him a ticket. We'll take him early because it comes out on the fifteenth, whatever it was. That'll be his birthday. It's The seventeenth. We'll I
1: it. remember because that yeah. was like the year my daughter was born. Honestly, oh but well, she was born in were. April of that year, but it's the same. And you took uh, the seventeenth like is the Christmas day, Christmas day she Christmas. was born. So yeah, okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so that's what so we easy did. i for me but... to remember. <laughs> so it was yeah, the seventeenth. His birthday is the twentieth. We'll take you early for. And we usually get him like a. A Star Wars t-shirt just as a joke so I'm like okay right. we gotta buy these tickets and there's like 15 or 20 of us whatever it was on top of it. like and now we're adding like more like, okay we gotta get these tickets and they're like the tickets in where we are actually they're supposed to go after the trailer dropped on Monday Night Football but they went out of like an hour or two before and so I was right. like and I knew that from Rogue One I'm like yeah I gotta be ready so all day I'm like refresh refresh and then the tickets come out and the theater we wanted to see it in, they only had one option, and it was the fan event, and it was $40 a ticket. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I'm like, $40. But they're like, you get a gift and a free popcorn and a screening or something. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe it's the solo trip. It ended up being like a five minute documentary on John Williams. It was fine, but it wasn't worth 40 40- None of it was worth $40, which was the problem. So we're like, Right, so i'm like right i go i go to my wife i'm like I, like I, there's no other option right now and if i don't do it like are we going to get the like and she's like ah it's his birthday let's do the 40 bucks so we get the 40 i talked to all my friends everyone's like fine it's stop like we all go one like fine i, I was shocked so there's like yeah. we spent like 900 dollars on tickets we get them that's in october but we go into the theater everyone in this theater has paid 40 dollars. they give us this tiny popcorn some tops trading cards that nobody over like 10 wanted. And then we watched this John right. Williams thing where it was like three minutes long <laughs> and then the movie happens. And, and, and I like the last Jedi. I think at the time I gave it like an eight out of 10 or something when we did our review after yeah. I like the last Jedi. I so I have, I do have a lot of problems with it, but they're not the problems that other people have. So I never talk about them because I don't right. care. It's just personal things that I have, whatever but it was $40 and there was just this silence and I've never been in a theater. So silent in my life. And I don't bring this up either because of all the hate. Right. And we're further enough along that the people who ate star Wars are gone. But it's like, yeah, I don't, but like, it was so silent and everyone's just like miserable kind of leaving the theater. And my dad was like, that was not worth $40. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is like, he liked rogue one a lot. Didn't like, he didn't like any other movie that they made. Yeah. Uh, but he loves him. He loves a Mandalorian. And like I say, he likes the original and the prequel, and he's not a hater. Like he just it's, that's his his opinion. He's he's sixty whatever. He doesn't care. What so, yeah,
1: think. I think we need to give a pass to them because my parents are yeah. in their sixties and stuff. I mean, they they basically like everything too. But like it's you my mom give loves them a all. Yeah. At some point, my yeah,
0: loves my dad. That's my mom my dad and dad too.
1: Like it's it's insane. I don't know why my yeah. parents are they like they love all of it, and, but. Yeah whatever it's probably because they're like oh we get to watch it with you whatever like whatever some kind of sentimental parent (laughs) stuff like that but yeah i'll never forget
0: that 40 dollars a ticket though i uh, force (laughs) away rise of skywalker i was like i don't really care we're not spent we're waiting for another show (laughs) that was kind of
1: like (laughs) it's like we're waiting yeah well it's i mean yeah no like it uh, i get like the the uh the disappointment, like I could get, like as long as you're not like one of those vocal people on, again, a vocal person online who's harassing people of color, LGBTQ, uh, people, like, like people, like anyone, uh, like even if you're just like criticizing people who like it because they like it, and you're saying well, you're not a real fan and stuff. And I mean, it goes, you could do that with any of the films and stuff. You know, it's not just the people who hate the Disney Star Wars stuff. You know, I mean, you could do that with anything, but, um. It's just not, uh... I get, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I, not, not to get into that kind of stuff, you know, like not to get too deep into no. the, but it's, I could see being disappointed a little bit and, and go, that's, look, if that's how it hit you, I'm sorry, you know, and that's, it's perfectly fine. But, you know, this, this happened with the prequels
0: too. Like you were probably too young, but it happened with the prequels where I went to go see the prequels and I would come back. Right. The Attack of the Clones was the one I was disappointed in because it was ruined for me because of of uh, the internet. Like I knew the entire movie. I've talked about that a million times, so I will get right. into it. But like, I love the Phantom Menace. And then when I saw the hate, I was like, I don't get it. But it was, and social media wasn't a thing. And if it was, it probably would have been worse or on par with what we're seeing now. And that's so, so that's for me. I look at it, I'm like, it's Star Wars. People just don't like Star Wars. I'm pretty, that's what I've come to the conclusion of is people have an idea of what Star Wars is to them. And the movies, no matter if it's George Lucas, now they think it's George Lucas, but no matter who it is, it's just not going to meet what they think is Star Wars. And I think part of it is we've all, You know, it's been 40 plus years. We've all entered it in a different uh, avenue. We've all taken a different path to Star Wars. So for you, it's it's, you know, those VHS. For me, it's the toys. For somebody else, it's Rebels. For somebody else, it's Last Jedi. Like it's everyone has a different path to get there. And so we all have a different perspective on it. And, you know, whatever.
1: Well, and some of us who have been around a lot longer need to realize, and I'm not saying either of us are like that at all, but I've seen people like you, you feel like you deserve more because you've been at it longer, but it's not really, it shouldn't work that way because you if, especially if you love something, you want it to continue, you, you better hope that new people are coming in and stuff like that like i was
0: disappointed we got so much han luke and lay i was like let's move on i'm good with
1: ray finn and poe let's go like i had that i had a moment like that at the end of ghostbusters afterlife i was like i I, I was like i was like okay i i i love the old guys but this it feels like a little like okay i know they're here now but like i want to follow up on where trevor and podcast and phoebe i was in on them too
0: paul rudd all of them are yeah I was, I'm with you, but even that one, I was like, I, 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 as much as I appreciate what happened in that, I was like, I could have done without it even, you know, like I'm like, I'm okay
1: with it. I I think it's a great moment. It's it's that, that. but, but yeah, like, and, and again, just the, the way that we're on Ghostbusters again, but like the way it ends, I have a lot of hopes for a continued, at least another, at least another movie and high hopes for like movies live action TV shows, give me whatever you want. Like I, I would, can you imagine a live action Ghostbusters television show? It would be, oh man. I would, well, I would. I would uh, yeah. yeah I don't like, it's too much to think about right <laughs> okay. now. The okay. potential.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's get back to a celebration. We gotta, we should wrap this up. Celebration.
1: <laughs> we'll wrap, yeah, wrap this up. Sorry. I, again, I t- no, said, you me- know what I usually get? People are usually like, you're the longest episode we've ever done. So like, yeah, yeah, I know.
0: You're, you. you're uh, you. I almost had a longer one, but I cut it off. I said, no, we're done you're up there now you you won't be uh pete pete fletzer's episode but i'm trying to shorten them from that one so uh, okay so you, well, we can Pete's go the, for I, the record. i'll
1: let the pod father ride i guess whatever you know it's fine <laughs> i'm one of his i'm one of his don uh, is it the don like what's underneath like he's the don like i'm one of the lieutenants in that in yeah, that yeah. i suppose so you're maybe can i get myself yeah, that pete can i i don't know i know Scotty's your stepson or whatever anyway anyway <laughs> I'm the crazy brother Celebration company, Chicago. How did, how did that
0: come about? So you, you, you start your Twitter because you want to meet people who actually like this movie. And hopefully right. that happened because Twitter is Twitter is Twitter. Uh, but then you, you don't have your, you, you start the podcast after, so you don't have that going in. So
1: what, what right. led you to star Wars celebration, Chicago? So right before, uh, my ex and I moved into our house, like the first house, our first house and stuff. Um, the Star Wars show just started on YouTube. Um, I was starting to catch all that, and uh, I was. It was a couple of years after we got we got the house, actually. But like, I give too much background information. That's my bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, let's get to let's get to the meat of the story here. Um, I am watching an episode of the Star Wars show. Uh, after you know, this is like 2000. 18 i think yeah yeah whatever they made the announcement that it was going to be in chicago on the star wars show and i come into the living room where where my ex is in tears and i go it's going to be in chicago which is like two and a half hours away from where we live actually yeah I've never been this close to where a celebration is going to happen. I've one, I've read about it. I've been like, oh, this is so cool. I would love to go someday, but it's always so far. And I was a little Arkansas country mouse back in the day, going like, I don't know if I could travel all that way, you know, like kind of a th- you know what I mean. Like it was just like uh-huh. I don't I don't know what my headspace was in. I just was never in a I'm going to travel to go to one of these things someday. Um, and this is the one. This like one of the great moments I remember from that relationship. She goes, you have to go. Um, and so that was like, it was beautiful again. Like our daughter had just been born the day, the year before and everything. It was just kind of, a it, it was, it was a, it was a, that's another moment in my life. I remember like, that's a moment in my star Wars journey that just felt like a, a turning point and everything for my life and everything it feels like it feels like a big moment. And so I, the time comes, I get my ticket. She didn't want to go. She was going to stay home with the kid. Um, no, I couldn't really find anyone who wanted to go. So I drove to Chicago for the, I think I'd been, we went the October before with a couple of our friends, uh, and the, the, the wives had went to, uh, a, a, some kind of convention and the husbands kind of walked around, uh, Chicago and stuff like that. Stayed with a, an uncle of my friend, uh, who I was walking around with. Um, and so I had been to Chicago, biggest city I've ever been to in my entire life. I couldn't believe it. I'd been to Memphis. I thought like I knew what big cities were. You don't know. You, if you, you don't know what big cities are until you go to like a Chicago, until you go to like a, a Manhattan or something like that. There's no there's – no, you don't know what it is. And I drove – I remember being so nervous driving to Chicago on my own you know, going through the toll booths, everything like that. I get to my hotel, I park in the parking. Cause like I have, that's part of my, that that's part of my, that's part of my thing. Cause like, that's another thing about Chicago. I was like, man, I don't want to go like, where am I going to park? It costs like a hundred bucks to park your car for however many days, you know? Um, I got a hotel a mile away from the convention center. Nice. I walked to the convention center every day. And, uh, the first day at, one of the uh resistance broadcast meetups I met Scotty Jaro and his uh lovely now fiance Katie and um Katie Scarborough and they are the rest as they say is history but like that was like we didn't hang out that first day I was walking around on my own I met I the first people I ran into uh, that I were like people I watched at the time were Ken Kidnapsock Joseph Scrimshaw and Mark Ellis uh, got a selfie with them and what's his name who used to work for Entertainment uh, Entertainment Weekly um, Bresnikin was walking oh, yeah. by at the time and they go hey Bresnikin can you take a pic can you take the picture for us so Bresnikin took this picture I could post this later <laughs> it was just like little me awesome. just getting into the Twitter world knowing who these people were and everything at the time. It was such a surreal experience. But again, so that first day I spent kind of on my own. Um, I did a couple meetups for like uh, Black Series Rebels and things like that. The next day I get up, I come back to the convention center. I'm in the huge line to get to the main floor to watch the main pan, the episode, the big panel, the episode nine panel. Before we knew the name, before we knew Palpatine, before we knew anything and uh scotty jaro and katie scarborough and and their buddy like they are like hey they know they recognize me in the crowd and like hey how you doing and like oh pretty good like hey you want to get in line with us and stuff so they kind of took me under their wing and like i i oh, wow. say they like adopted me like a little puppy <laughs> and that infamous video now that Scotty and I have of him freaking out that Katie recorded. It's funny, people call him a virgin and like, you know, like a single living in his mom's yeah. basement that probably smells like BO in that room. Um, it smelled a little like BO, but but like Scotty's <laughs> I want everyone to know I was there. That's Scotty's uh very awesome girlfriend at the time, now fiance again taking that video. I am the shoulders in front of him. So, like, that day, like guest history was made right there, and yeah. um. It's got a couple I mean, of views, yeah. Oh, it's just a few, it's got a like, few, and like, yeah, like we like... keep. I think John Campia used it without asking permission in his tra why we love trailers documentary and stuff, which was great. Oh, really? Thanks, John.
0: Yeah, thanks, John. Um,
1: but he's why am I why am I concerned? The man's already he's he's already uh uh shooting himself in the foot, anyway. <laughs> Not to get into Twitter drama, but uh, um. <laughs> No uh you know it's i mean we've gotten a couple of like we we got uh, someone just recently asked Scotty if they could use the raw footage from that in their documentary me, yeah. and stuff it's i mean it's a great That's reaction wild. and stuff like that and you could also it's, see Matt from yeah. Blue Bantha milk uh he's right next to Scotty and stuff so it's like you got Bl- Matt from Blue Bantha me and Scotty on the shoulders Scotty keeps, like i again me and Scotty never hung out he's grabbing my shoulders and shaking me and stuff like the that whole time like I, like if you can, see, I don't know if you can see much of that in the video, but like he, I remember like vividly, like being like, "We've never hung out. I don't care. This is awesome. This is communal experience. This is what I live for. I love like yeah. I love that kind of stuff." And it just, I, I'll never forget. And then the rest of the weekend was just absolutely fantastic. Um, It, it, something again. It's, it's a moment I'll never forget. It's why I'm so excited. I'm trying my hardest. I, I've got to make it to Anaheim. Because it's something, again, it's not like, I know, I realize not everyone can do it. But if you can ever, if you're a a diehard Star Wars fan and you've never been, if you can make it to one, just go Mm -hmm. to one. And try to do as much as you can. But don't freak out. The the fun times happen outside of the panels, honestly. Yes. Fun times happen with the relationships you make. Because that's where we all go. That's where all of us who are super into it, that's where we go. When I went to Orlando, the, the day we picked up tickets,
0: like the day before, two days before it started, we walked in and there was a, a woman behind us. She goes, oh, is this your first one? And we're like, yeah. She goes, word of advice. Don't worry about the panels. Like they are what they are, but it's everything around the panel. And I we didn't listen to her because we know we know a lot better. And uh, yeah. and then when that celebration ended, I was like, uh, the last day was Easter Sunday and I, me and my wife just went alone and we walked around and I was like, this is the best day I've had as a whole like there are moments obviously with like some of the panels were awesome but like like this is the best day i've had as a whole and we didn't do one panel we just like did whatever we wanted and it was it was my favorite moment and and yeah you meet people and you have a it's great I I, like and you know i don't know how you feel but they blocked out the mandalorian uh video right like they showed the trail whatever it was behind the scenes they didn't show it to the public were you were you in that
1: I wasn't yeah. in that one. I was on the show floor. My buddy was in it, and I was like, "Oh, you!" I got into the Galaxy's Edge panel. That's the okay. Galaxy's Edge, but where they have revealed the sodas. That's what... <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> but Josh Gad <Gett laughs> was
1: hosting this, so that was pretty great. Oh, I that's sent a picture good, yeah. of a guy dressed as George Lucas to my ex, and she goes, "Was that him?" I'm like, "No, he's not. He's not gonna be <laughs> out in the crowd shaking no, hands." Man, can you no, <laughs> oh, yeah, hi, how how you I'm me, okay George. with yeah. them
0: blocking things for the viewers though, because I know like people save up a lot of hard-earned money to yeah. go to these and maybe they only go to one and maybe they only get into that mandalorian panel and if they're showing that for that for that group of people that did that i am i'm gonna see something eventually like they're gonna yeah. show me something sitting on my ass at home but like <laughs> those people who spent all their money spent all that travel time have the hotel all that give that i'm fine with them if they get a poster i'm fine with all of that that's why you go to give these them things. something Exactly. That's, that's, that's what it why is. you and, enter
1: the lotteries and try to and and again I went up. The reason I didn't only made it into one is because I was going on my own. I didn't you could pool you could pool your seats and stuff. So if I uh. next, this next time, oh, it's over. We're all getting into all the panels <laughs> and stuff. Because I got like a crew now. I got like a I got yeah, a I good. got a celebration wolf pack. I'm gonna be there with. Yeah. So but yeah. anyway, but no, um, it's I'm with you because I remember being like bummed, and maybe at the time I was like, Oh, I wish I could have seen that, but like, I love it for my friends and stuff. And, and I, I, I try to like, I, I look, I know I've ma- painted myself as like a saint of all saints. Um, but I get the jealous green monster for sure. I, I, I become a jealous green, mon- green, mon- green eyed monster sometimes. And, um, it, I, I just want to work on being happy for people when they get to do uh-huh. stuff. And, like you said, it is people save up they scrimp they save this is like their vacation this is yeah. why they go and do this they've waited for hours sometimes i mean the lotteries are I, honestly the honestly i know people like to stay in the lines but the lottery should stay so people can ex- explore more of the stuff dude no no the lines were the worst things of all time at orlando it was i've like, heard people like oh, I, I made the best Chicago. friends ever but 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 i mean no, like, like you can make like, friends the way on the floor line, we can make no, friends the lines, at the bars and doing different stuff like that.
0: The lines in Orlando were—they weren't right. <laughs> I'll just say that there was a lot of like it was. We were cattle. Like it's you had to yeah. show up at like three a.m. just to get in. By the time it opened at ten, you know, it's like what is happening here? Like it and was, the it poor was
1: workers who sh- are working the line who don't even like yes. Star Wars, you know, like I, mean, I know, you know, <laughs> especially in Chicago, they were like, hey, "Come on, hey, you get in there," you know, like uh, <laughs> No, I Chicago, like the lottery. You know?
0: You're still going to meet people without those re- And the lives. Look, people are uh, we should up better like, people, two- <laughs> cleaner people. We showed up like one right. or two days early to get some people. tickets. People were already lining up for the first panel two days before outside. I yeah, was like, I'm not. I'm sorry, I love Star Wars. I'm not that committed. I'm just not going to do it. I'm <laughs> I am want to go and
1: experience more stuff. Yeah, exactly. You, you yeah, want to, you want to, wanna...
0: I'm, I'm in Florida. I don't want to spend two days in Florida outside, sitting <laughs> oh, on a no. sidewalk, but that's me. Nothing against people who did that. It's just uh, that's a personal preference.
1: Yeah, uh, we oh, should exactly. We should wrap it up. We're hit, We're hitting on two hours soon. We should. Hey, uh... you know what? It's it is what it is. Um, you can you can send your complaints up to Pete Fletzer because apparently he's my boss. I think I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's maybe, the no, don. Don't tell so. him. Don't tell him. Yeah, send it. Send them up <laughs> to the don. So,
0: yeah, a uh, uh, good old Pete's a great guy. Actually, I did this episode. Uh, an interview with him. He only, he had been doing his podcast for like two months at the time. And oh, uh, wow. it's
1: awesome to see how much he's blown up. Yeah. Like just, Oh, dude. so you uh, got him like wild. right at the beginning. Is it like, for some reason he likes me and Scotty. I don't know what, I don't know what the deal is. So, you know, whatever. whatever. Yeah. I don't get it either. Cause I met both of you now and I'm like, well, <laughs> and it's not that. Yeah. It's nothing to write home about for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you guys are great. And you know what? You don't take it too seriously to the extreme. It's like, Let's just have a good time. That's what it is. We, like, s- we started our show
1: is- on the basis of talking about EOPi farts and things like that. Like <laughs> that was like one of our early like jo- running jokes was just like talking about EOPi farts and stuff like that. How long
0: know? did it take you guys to, to start up the podcast? Uh,
1: I mean, so after Celebration, it was that summer. I was like, hey, you want to start something? And we just kind of went back and forth like, okay, what do we want to do? What do we want to call it? We came up with Bombad cast. We came up with the stay Bombad catchphrase and stuff like that. And then we just kind of hit the ground. Like, you know, I was using my, I didn't have a laptop at the time I was using my ex's, And so, you know, that was the thing, like it got to a point where she was like, there's too many recordings on my laptop. You need to get your own. And so, you know, we, I, it's, it's so um, it's just been, you know, it was like, I think it was June or July June. We like, we were on, uh, we were get, we guested on a show after we'd recorded our first episode, but before it released. And Uh so, um, it was just, you know, kind of a whirlwind after that. It was just one of those things. We just kind of kept with each other. And then again, the rest as they say is history. And now almost every Thursday night, except for the past couple, we're taking, we're taking a little break off for the holidays until, uh, Book of Boba Fett starts up. Then the Thursday after Book of Boba Fett, we're gonna start our Book of Boba Fett reaction show, Book of Bombad. So plug, 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 plug. There you go. I see. I do plugs before you even ask. Oh, I was gonna. We're gonna end the show with you plugging away. So don't worry.
0: (laughs) No, that's awesome, and and yeah, it's a lot of fun. And and I was gonna say something, and now the Bombad just threw me right off. I have that effect on people. So but no it's but you know what you guys you establish you can't i learned one thing when we started doing this five six years ago whatever it was is you can't when you first start you have to go hard and you can't take it any weeks off once now we're like yeah you know three weeks go by we didn't we haven't done a podcast We right. know we'll go back to it but early on when you don't go back to it you may never go back to it again you have right. to you have to like a step not not for like listeners or viewers for yourselves you have to establish yourself for you so you guys are safe you have to get a routine you could take two weeks off yeah it becomes a routine Mm -hmm. take a couple weeks off that's fine you know you're going to go back to it uh but this has been a lot of fun thanks for for joining me sorry we took up your entire day
1: No, you can look, I'm sorry. I took a look. Listen, listen, I'm the one who talked a ton. And so I like, seriously, uh, thank you so much, James, for having me on. And uh, honestly, going through like you going through year by year, it's been a while since I've like people have asked me about my Star Wars story, how it started. And I go back to those like same couple of stories I told you at the beginning. But to go through like year by year almost or moment by moment was really kind of just Something special that I haven't got to do, honestly, on any other show. And so thank you for that, honestly. You're welcome. Thank you. We'll have to do
0: it again when the next movie comes out in 2037
1: or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, anytime, man.
0: Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. But uh, I'm going to be DMing you because I want your Star Wars rankings list top to bottom. Don't put too much stock into it because what we do on this channel is every January 1st, we combine everybody's lists. And we make one big, and I add them together. we make one big list. Okay. And if you want the last Jedi to move up, you've got <laughs> you to remove it. Cause it's, uh, it's either here or it's oh, my boxing gloves on. I got to yeah. put my well, boxing gloves look, on. It, it, it comes no, around the middle. I think it's look, it's going to end at like number five or six, I think maybe seven Yeah, around there. So we're going to, because it's either one or two or the right. last one. It's, there's no, it's never in the middle, which makes it in the middle. But like I said, i love your list. Don't put any stock in. Don't care too, too much. You know, like the ones you like, don't worry if it's one, two, three, just throw them on top. The ones you don't like, put them, put them on the bottom and the ones in the middle, in the middle. Because they're all going to get added together and there's going to be over 30 of them. So it's going to, you're going to bleed okay. in. So it's not, yeah, I t- everyone, like people stress too much
1: over their rankings. I'm like, they're not real. <laughs> yeah, like you realize we have a life outside of this, right? Yeah, like yeah, you, you have to yeah. go and you have to pay bills and stuff. So yeah. it's fine. Like
0: this is, this is just for fun. And we just do it every new year and it changes every year. So it's a lot of fun to see how it changes. And, and it's just, it's just for fun, but thank you. Tell everybody where they can find you plug away, plug away. This is your chance to plug.
1: Well, um, first of all, just if I could uh, plug this a little bit, um, I, I, if you go and look at the bombay cast page um I shared uh today on recording um I don't know when this is going to release but uh we uh, th- there's the a well okay well we've um I mean I guess I'll still post this because there's they'll still need money and stuff but like for um the victims of the tornado that happened in uh Kentucky uh I shared some tweets on the bombay cast thing we shared some tweets um of where you can donate to help people in that and I mean, look, it's not going to stop after the holidays. You still need these people are still like going to need help and stuff like that. So go and do that. If I can get serious for a second, that's just, again, our, our buddy Star Wars Bill, Bill Sheehy from Skywalking Through the League. Uh, he wasn't affected, but he knows people who were affected. And so it's, it's very important that, you know, we as a community of, of fans can do. We have the potential to do a lot of good. And so um, if you can give, go get it. If you can't, uh, please share. Um, and, uh, that, that's my big serious one. Uh, if you want to see me talking about less serious stuff, probably EOP farts and, uh, mayonnaise noises and other things that like sound disgusting. And also, are. are... if you want to see us like rocking out to, uh, the pizza time players from, uh, Chuck E. Cheese playing man in the mirror. Um, You can find that most Thursdays, uh, every Thursday, except for, again, the next couple of the holidays, uh, on the Bombadcast YouTube channel. Um, That's our main show. Me and Scotty, we have a blast every Thursday. We talk mainly about Star Wars, but some weird niche things in and around Star Wars. And also, uh, we spent two weeks on Ghostbusters. Uh, We talked about the old films and things like kind of building up to Afterlife, and then we did an immediate reaction of Afterlife. Uh, So go check those out but uh my buddy scotty does uh bombad gaming where uh he plays games like every wednesday night he's been playing on saturday as well like breath of the wild and stuff like All zelda right. so go check him out uh, uh wednesdays sometimes on saturdays and then i do a show uh it's a little bit on hiatus right now i did i call it season one of hyper focus is on uh, the bombad Cast youtube channel i talk to i sit down with anyone from this uh Star Wars community, fans, podcasters, YouTubers, um, creators, different people. And um, we just have a conversation about whatever they're focused on, the, what they're hyper-focused on, whether it be Star Wars, whether it be nerd culture, whether it be music. We did an entire episode on basically a, a, a Danzig and the occult with Peter Townley, who used to be the co-host <laughs> of the Star Wars show. Uh, And like he did, like he had a PowerPoint presentation and everything. That's the season finale. It's fantastic. And coming up, the new season is going to be sometime in January. I haven't picked the date yet. But my first guest is going to be Andy from Friends of the Force Rewatch. And they are a fantastic guest. Uh, I've been on their show. And I'm so excited to have them on finally and everything. And it's going to be a great conversation. Uh, Just just get ready. There's more good, awesome guests coming up. And I'm probably going to have to have James on at some point uh to hyper focus probably we'll probably talk more about ghostbusters. I don't know. But that's that's all that's all my we talk about whatever you want because again like I like to say on hyper focus the guest programs the show. So um and that's that's that could be good or it could blow up in our faces. We'll see. But anyway, um James, that's it, man. That's my regurgitations. Thank <laughs> you so just much. Gonna throw you out. Just get out of here. You're like, I'm done. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. sorry to keep you so long, but thank you so much. This has been such an awesome conversation. I've had such a blast, man. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, this has been a great time. Thanks so much for joining me. We're hitting P-Fletcher time now. You're just going to miss his, his two-hour... You know, you're know you over two hours, but I don't know if you're going to pass him or not. So I'm sorry about that. Ah, book world we'll have to see. I'm like,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get really competitive with Pete here in a second in the text messages. So.
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll add a song to the end of this that'll put you over the top.
1: <laughs> there we <laughs> go. There we go. We'll just play music Thank for you, 20 James. minutes.
0: Yeah, you got it. You got the record. But thanks, man. Thank this has been a lot of fun. Great to hear your story. And look forward to what you got going on on the channel. In the new year... Um, And that's everything. Until next time, everybody watching, thank you so much. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe if you're still around. And uh, may the force of others be
1: with you. Later, guys.
0: Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.